Welcome back to another episode of Dragons and Dreadforts. We're glad to be back with everybody uh, and be here for the season two finale, which feels a little crazy to say. Number yep. 20 of these. For two different reasons and their opposing thoughts. One, how are we only at the end of season two, but also we're already at the end of season two. Yes. It feels so <laughs> weird. Um, I'm joined today by a full house. We have Nick. Hello. Lydia. Hi. That was a grumpy. Hello. Are you grumpy? No. And Keith? You should smile more. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought maybe you wanted to... Oh, do you have some beef? Some beefs? Do I have some beefs? Um, I think I need to apologize to a single blonde. Absolutely I'm not, not. apologizing to all blondes. She's just not the one. Um, to yeah, Lauren, love of my life, who go. is beautiful in all of her forms and her many hair colors, but especially her blonde Hair color. That's true. Because Emily can just go fuck herself. He's pointing at himself. I feel like Lauren <laughs> should be honored because being the exception to the rule is better than me just giving my love out to all blondes willy nilly. But wow, there we go. Shots fired. <laughs> I love it. Do you have apologies? I don't think so. I you would have like nothing to, take this, to apologize. I would like for. to take this opportunity to apologize. To to absolutely, to fucking absolutely no fucking no one. Um. All right. Do you have any apologies? No, I'm great. I I called Luke Dildo last episode. That's it. I think that that's. But a that thing was now. the one for last time. Yeah. That was that's a thing. Yeah, now. I talked to him about it. He's cool. Okay. <laughs> Should we get like a crocheted uh, Christmas stocking or something for him that says that? Um, you can, <laughs> like yeah. a crochet dildo. <laughs> well, no. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't yes, say it, dildo. Yeah. It's just a dildo. It's just on a it. dildo. Perfect. No, it's just a crochet dildo. It's gonna be awesome. Very you, ineffective. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um, <laughs> this is getting off to a really great start. <laughs> we do have a voicemail um, from a friend of the show. Uh, if you would like to call and leave your own voicemail, you can do that at 352-541-2409. Well done. Good and faithful servant. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> Get that out of here. Hey guys, Jordan here. Um, been trying to get up to date with the podcast, but um, still a few episodes behind. But I wanted to address a question that's kind of come up a few times um, in the early episodes, and that's about the idea of other stories that maybe have the same depth of lore that Game of Thrones has. And I'm new, still kind of new to the whole Game of Thrones world, so you guys will be able to spit it out Jordan more obviously but um, I did want to throw out Dune in addition to Lord of the Rings as far as a a story with kind of a similar depth and history Um, and then the other one that I haven't read but I've heard the similar things is the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan Mm. Um, I was curious to see if any of you guys had read those Um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be made into a show or movie eventually as Comes well. out next month. That's um, right. But I know that one's got a ton of books, and they're all super thick. So, yeah. Anyway, those are my uh, super thick. And wondering if you guys <laughs> thought that those were good comparisons and all that. Anyway, keep it up. Love listening. Did he say thick or sick? I think he said thick, but maybe he said sick. Well, I just want to say, first of all, Thanks, Jordan, for calling in, and we miss you. We Very wish much. that you still lived here. But um, I'm but excited you, you live in Colorado because maybe I'll stay with you next time I'm out there. Maybe. 
Maybe we all will. Yep. What if we just showed up at their house <laughs> and recorded a podcast there? That'd be so fun. Love it. Um, so he's right. Dune, um, Dune is something that's been around for a long time that I didn't get into until the pandemic. Uh, it actually happened after I finished a song of ice and fire, the game of Thrones books. I was like, what am I going to read now? My go-to is always like Harry Potter and I didn't mm-hmm. want to start that over. So I was like, what am I going to read? And I believe Jordan was the one who suggested I read Dune. Um, so I got into Dune. I read the first three. Oh, wow. Um, and I have different opinions on them. Um, I liked the last 20% of the first book a lot. Yeah. A lot. The first 80% was so slow. Which is where I got caught up. It was a That's, lot of building. I've talked to several people in the last couple of months because they're the, the Dune movie comes out this month. The movie looks cool. The yeah, movie looks awesome. Really cool. Um, and so I've, it's kind of been in conversation a couple of times with people. And I had mentioned the books and that's what everyone has said. I never finished the first one because it was so slow. Um, for me, it was just kind of a, if I start a book, I'm just going to finish, f- finish it. And that, because I just, I can't not. Um, Can I ask a question? No. Sure. About the Dune series? Yeah, sure. Um, it, would you... Call it more like post-apocalyptic sci-fi, or is it more fantasy? No, it's definitely more it's sci-fi. Sci-fi, yeah. And that's where I I struggle because that it's it's not as much my alley um, as just kind of strict fantasy. Now I understand that Game of Thrones doesn't have as much m- magic and kind of stuff that maybe Lord of the Rings or, mm-hmm. or Harry Potter might have. Obviously Harry Potter, but. Um, it is still fantasy with the beasts and and some magic and you know built in a world that doesn't exist. Um, yeah, that was my thing with Dune was that I it 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 seemed like it was going that direction and I was like, eh, okay. I so Dune. There's a bunch of Dune books as well. I don't remember how many. Um, and what is his name? Frank? No, what is his name? Herbert something. I was about to say Frank, Frank Herbert. Right, but is I it Frank Herbert? Wrong. Might be Frank Herbert. Um, anyway, uh, there's a bunch of books, and his son—it's right. Frank Herbert. Yeah, his sons helped, or one of his sons helped, like after he died. Oh, finish it. Helped finish. Well, just write some more stuff. So, I I need to read them again, but I think I liked the first book. I did not care for the second book, and I liked the third book. Mm. I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, and the reason I didn't really love the second one was because it did not pick up where I expected it to. Um, without giving anything away, like it's not immediately after the first one. And I like the way that the first one ends. The reason that the first book is so good is because of the the way that it ends. Mm-hmm. It ends at this moment where there's a lot of unanswered questions. There's a clear path forward for like the continuation of the story. And the second book just doesn't pick up there. So Jordan actually, um, sometime last year, he gave me a book that that uh, Frank Herbert's son had written. Wait, this same Jordan from the voicemail? Yes. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, cool. Had give, Jordan's the one who got me inter- interested in Dune to begin with. Um, Jordan from the voicemail. Okay, yeah. got it. Same with same with me. Um, and has Jeff read Dune? Yeah, he has. Jeff may have been the other person who like encouraged it. That's why I kind of thought it was Jordan. It, and Jeff it together, was, yeah, yeah. Um, so 
he gave me a book and I haven't read it yet, but it feel it basically because a lot of people have that same feedback about the first book and the second book and kind of the the transition and the empty space between the two. So Jordan gave me this book that is supposed to be like a a really good fill in for that time. And so I'm really excited to read that. Um, I just haven't done it yet. But um, yeah, I, I've really enjoyed uh, Dune. The Wheel of Time is a series that honestly, the only reason I've not started it is because of how vast it is. Yeah. Um, I think that there's something like 15 books in the series. I'm excited for the show. It comes out next month. I've seen month, the trailer yeah. a couple of times and uh, both the real version and the Lego version. They, they made a Lego version of the trailer. All right. I love that. <laughs> Which I thought was really cool. I sent it to Nathan on his birthday. He said nothing about it. Uh, but Check either way, um, I've seen both of them, and I'm very excited about the show. Because our friend Nathan... I've never read the you, books. You but. know Nathan, right? Not really? Nathan. Forsyth. Jeline. He's never called him. I know oh. So one of her brothers is a good friend of mine, and and Nick... Um, and he is a huge Wheel of fan, uh, Wheel of Time fan, so he's really excited about that. And um, he's gotten me interested in watching the show. I've not he's watched, also a big Game of Thrones fan. He is, yeah. I've not watched the trailer. Um, I don't like watching trailers. It's not my thing. Um, I, the House of Dragon trailer. What just if came they out. were Lego version? No, they're still going to give away story stuff. I don't want. <laughs> I want to stay as like pure as possible when walking into that stuff. I don't want anything like. Someone worked really hard in that Lego version. Of that and and after I watch the show, I'll watch it, okay. and it'll be awesome. All right, cool. Yeah, Justin loves staying pure. I love staying pure. <laughs> As we all know from this podcast. I love staying pure. Um, <laughs> uh, so happy pride, y'all. Happy pride, y'all. Let's get into this episode because that's really what we're here Thanks for. Thanks for the voicemail, oh, Jordan. Wait, wait, wait. One more thing. Make it faster next time. You have. No, shut up, dude. Okay. I was just kidding. I appreciate Don't be rude to Jordan. Yeah. Jordan fuck is a you. special boy. He can't talk back. Fight it's you. fine. No, fuck you. I like. Here's what I like. <laughs> Tell me what you like. Thanks, Jordan. You made me the villain. He said something and we immediately were like, <laughs> no, no, don't you dare talk, Jordan. Um, Good for you, Jordan. You have friends. Uh, Jordan. I don't know what that feels like. You would really like Jordan. I'm sure. He's Not his uh, voicemail, but yeah. <laughs> You're just really I'm, doubling I'm, down I'm on kidding. this, eh? I don't know this guy. He doesn't and, know and that I'm you're sure kidding. I would love him. I am kidding, Jordan. I'm sorry. If he's uh, listened to this podcast enough, he knows exactly what kind of person it is. <laughs> uh, Douchebag. I, I don't know if that's... <laughs> I'm kidding. Ouch. You're not... not... True. No, that's okay. Nick, I, I, Nick, I, I, love I, am, you. I am just joking, Jordan. Uh, thanks for the voicemail. And anyone else who wants to call in, we will roast you like we roast you. <laughs> we will roast you, especially Clint. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and grab that little letter you got there. Oh, hand me, yeah, we have more things to get to. Hand me this. Before talking about a huge episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, wh- whatever. Ready? I just want one of them. Either this or this. this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, context for everyone listening. So Keith shows up tonight <laughs> to record, and he has a gift in hand from his wife who uh apparently is a beautiful blonde i i i do have an apology from last week i drank too much alcohol and that was irresponsible was and a, i'm it, supposed to be helping it was a delightful amount of alcohol it, it was too much we should all apologize for I a three was, and a half hour episode i was uncomfortable i have been embarrassed listening back this week on it uh and i think that this uh, that apology became necessary because of what i just read on this card uh so lauren yes she she sent keith with a love note and a bottle of wine and we're gonna read the note to you on the show 
She says, mama needs a new car. Drink up. <laughs> As though to encourage us to just keep drinking. We didn't, we didn't spoil anything in our drunk state last week, right? I don't um, think so. My, I might have spoiled that, one, but I think you said afterwards that it wasn't a spoiler. I feel like you asked for the notebook at one point, and I defended two of your spoilings. You did. And said, I don't need that. Thanks, Keith. You're welcome. Your You're wife, the best. Your wife's not a fan of that. Apparently, I'm not allowed <laughs> right. to do that anymore. So drink up. Mama needs a new car. Yep. Um, well, Lauren, thank you for the wine. It is open and in our glasses, and so we're excited about that. Um, let's get into this episode. Season uh, two finale, man. Season two I finale. I'm so excited. It's, this is one of my favorite episodes. Top three finales of the show, to me. All right. My opinion. Not going to go into the other Where does ones. season one fit? It's not in the top three. Okay. My favorite part about this finale is that it touches on every single storyline. Every storyline we have so far, it touches on. And you see some really good, you know, insights into some different characters and gives you a little bit of taste into some other story arcs and things I, that could happen. Yeah, one thing that I really liked about it was they not only did they touch on every storyline, but every storyline got moved forward. Yeah. Even got more interesting. At least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they show scenes uh in the show that it doesn't move anything forward. It's just filler like your um, favorite Cersei and uh Exactly. Stuff like that, where it's not actually doing anything to progress like what's happening. Every single scene from this episode moved those storylines along, um, which is exciting because there's a lot of them. We've talked about that. Do you feel like, I mean, we're at the end of season two. We've talked a lot about the vast number of characters and names and stories and how it's kind of hard to keep up with all of it. Do you feel like you've got a grasp on all of it now? I don't. I mean, I think I have a grasp on it. I don't think I have a firm grip on everything, but like for the most part, I know what's going on and I know who's doing what. And I can remember most people's names, I think. That's good. Good job. That's impressive, really. It, yeah, it took me a long time to, to get to that point. So well, I'm sure we'll be introducing new things that will <laughs> completely throw we'll, up everything we'll some more. We'll fuck it up a little bit. Right. Like um, all the dragons will turn into people. And Whoa. Know. How yeah. did you know that? I'm just... Just throwing every piece of shit against the wall you can. It's Game of Thrones, man. Yeah. The uh, title of this episode is... Valamagulis. Yes. Um, it was released on June the 3rd, 2012, directed by Alan Taylor and written by D&D. The Alan Taylor Project. What? Nobody's seen Austin Powers in this room, but... I mean, I have, but... Okay, well, there's a band in the 90s called the Alan Parsons Project. Yes. And so then... In one of the Austin Powers movies, one of Doctor Evil's uh, like evil plans mm-hmm. was called the Alan Parsons Project, mm. <laughs> and <laughs> and Seth Green, who plays Doctor Evil's son, says, "You freaking moron! That was a band in the nineties." <laughs> and so now, when I see Alan Taylor, I, th- I think in my head, the Alan Taylor Project that happens in your head. Yeah, thanks for, sure. for bringing us. I was that. watching it. And I saw Alan Taylor, and I said out loud, the Alan Taylor Project. Oh, All right, man. moving on. I appreciate Sorry. that Lydia is laughing out of shame for you. <laughs> no, it's not shame. <laughs> well, then what is it? Because that seemed pretty shameful. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> we you, know. You shouldn't be. No, that's that's funny. I, I like am who you... I am. Sorry about it, Jordan. Sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> Look, happy pride. You're pride, proud to be who you are, I am man. proud. I don't and know. I'm proud that other people are proud of who they are. Okay. Like we're just three white guys 
taking taking three bread. white guys what and a bleeder. I'm not counting her in this weird joke that I have. She doesn't <laughs> I'm fit a into white girl, it. So I'm like half of a white guy. She's, right. a part, she's a part of the show now. I mean, I know she is. I'm just saying us. So whatever we do, you're a part of. I'm so. <laughs> I feel like she gets a pass though. No, she does. Because she's she wearing tie dye. Right. Is that why? Yeah. Okay. It's like half rainbow. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah, I have she's, to ease she's, you guys into yeah. my own. She's like half no, rainbow, so. She's half rainbow. That's true. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, you're guilty by association mm-hmm. from, from now on, so uh, buckle up. Just to be clear, we're all very supportive of the idea of Pride Week and the people who take part in Pride Week. Oh, just very much. Just want to throw that out there. Very much so. Yeah, right. I, I just want to make sure that's clear. I know we're making a lot of jokes. I wasn't making any jokes. <laughs> right. That's true. <laughs> I just <laughs> said that you should be proud of who you are. I may have been making jokes. <laughs> I want to be clear that I'm excited about it. Anyways, right. we'll see you next week on Nick's Apology <laughs> Corner. <laughs> yeah, you need Without to Without further ado, into the finale. Into the thick of it. We open. <laughs> <laughs> I almost went off the rails again. I almost sang the little jingle. Just do it. Nope. What's the jingle? Everyone's nope. everyone's singing it right now. I know. So just keep singing it in your head. Forever. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he said into the thick of it. There's a little jingle. It's a thing. Um, It's from like. Some child show, but it was big on TikTok. It became like a social media thing. Uh, I saw it on Instagram because I'm not a TikToker, but Keith is, and I like that about you. Hi, it's me. So we open with, uh, it, it's Tyrion. We don't know right away that it's Tyrion because uh, we're looking through eyeballs, like through the eyelids. Aren't we always? We are, yeah. That's deep. Um, Whoa. <laughs> you're correct. You're correct. We are. Um, and, and we're kind of seeing this like fuzzy... It's pretty clear that it's the battle, but it happens so quick that it, it would be fine and easy to miss. But there's a battle, but then all of a sudden it switches and there's this light and there's someone standing over him. And then, you know, and I, it's I, Pycelle. I would be terrified as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Randomly Pycelle. <laughs> of all the people, I can't believe it wasn't Cersei. I just can't believe of all the dumb shit that we've gotten between the two of them and all the dumb scenes this would have been a really great can i be honest scene what i've seen this 10 times and as i was watching it again for this i thought it was thirsty <laughs> <laughs> i really thought that he was opening his eyes to thirsty and then I, I was like oh shit because it makes sense that this is they have all of these moments these quick dialogues these scenes some of them are throwaway some of them are important we find out in this scene or no we find out later uh, that she's the one who orchestrated trying to, you know, the attempt on his life. It would have been perfect for Cersei to be like breaking the news that he's no longer the hand, you know, breaking the news that like, welcome to your new quarters, like all of that stuff. It would have been more powerful, I think, for it to have been delivered by Cersei. And, but less fun, more powerful, but less fun. I thought it, it was fun that Pycelle is the one to do that because Tyrion's the one that like, yeah, fucked with Pycelle. I mean, well, and they were Cersei probably it. sent her or him to do this. Sure, but like, but that's what I mean. It, it's it's a fun thing for us to see, right? And then he tosses a coin to his Witcher and yep. says, for like, your you know, troubles, yeah, it's for your troubles. Yeah, yeah. Have you Season seen the Witcher coming out? <laughs> no, Lydia! she <laughs> hasn't me seen this, television. Like... Season two is coming I know, out. I but fun. she's seen a couple of random things. It's Squid not... Games. You've seen Squid Game? Ooh. We started watching it? Ooh. Oh, my God. We were supposed to start doing this. Quickly becoming the number one. I saw this today. Number one watch show ever. How on far Netflix. are you? I'm still in like season, uh, episode two. So okay. you didn't watch it anymore after we talked Since about we it? Since we talked about it? No. None you forgot more. that we talked about it. I know. I, it, I, know. <laughs> I finished it that night. 
Yeah. <laughs> I stayed up till 4 a.m. watching it. Bubble. Um, have you seen it yet? No. Have you? I want to. You should watch it. I thought, you know, we were going to watch it. I don't know if you would like it. I you, see how you would it like is. It. You would like it? I can't watch everything with everybody. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Yep. Listen, you do whatever you want, but watch it. That's <laughs> okay. the only requirement. Um, Which captioning did you use? English, the, the wrong one? CC. No, use the wrong I used one. the wrong one. I taught him something. I So I learned something after you taught me something, in addition to the thing that you taught me. We are in a bubble, but it's fine. <laughs> Here we are. You know what? Uh, it's our podcast. Welcome to We'll the do bubble. whatever we want. So I watched Squid Game in two nights. Right. It was quite the undertaking. Mm-hmm. Um. And Lydia and I were talking about it, and I told her the only complaint that I have about the show, because it's a Korean show, is that it's not like I that I didn't have the option to watch it in Korean. I've never gone in and changed any oh. settings ever. Yeah, I just watch what however I watch it, like however it is is defaulted. That's how I watch it. So she kindly responded and said. <laughs> Like you can, you can, <laughs> dummy. Hey, uh, boomer, let's go. <laughs> okay, boomer. You can so like you can change the language. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. So you can watch it in Korean. <laughs> but I've, I've never done that before. No, you just wanted to virtue signal that you would really love to watch it in Korean <laughs> if you really had the opportunity. That is virtue signaling at its best, my friend. I love it. I love you. But I don't know that that is. I think that that's a. <laughs> I would like to enjoy this the way it was meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> That's a weird way to pronounce virtue signal. <laughs> That's not what that is. I'm not trying to sound like a better person. I want to enjoy it as the okay. creator had okay. intended. The okay. English dubs are very distracting. They I, are very distracting. Yeah, yeah. I'm just you shut shit. the fuck up. I'm sorry, I'm dubs. I feel like subs we've talked dubs. about this on the show. We have. Yeah, we yes. have. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, is it the anime thing we talked about? So yeah, 100%. It is. Okay. 100%. So the dubbing is always rough. Yes. And this was especially rough because I... That's, that's dabbing, Nick. <laughs> oh, sorry. The yeah. way that my settings were set up on... So I moved my Xbox into this room and mm. I put my first-gen Apple TV in there. Okay. I was watching on the first-gen Apple TV. TV. The thing about the first-gen Apple TV is there's you can't update it. Right. It is what it is. Yep. You've got, got what upstairs. you've got. And that's that. So the settings are old and clunky. So after we talked, I went in to try to change settings. I can't do it through Netflix on that Apple TV. I had to go into the Apple TV settings and change it. And then I got confused because the episode I was watching, uh, when I f- had first started it, when we were talking, mm-hmm. I had already started a new episode. Okay. So when you saw it, said, just change it, I was like, duh. So I stopped the episode. I went back, changed the setting. There was a scene where there was a woman's voice. And I, I it wasn't showing me any subtitles for what that was. I So there's a voice talking, but I'm not seeing what's in being Korean. said. In Korean. <laughs> right. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm missing something here. Yeah. So I, and it was just, it was a challenge because the, I couldn't change any settings through Netflix, I had to do it from the Apple TV. So I'm going to watch it again Weird. from the beginning So and watch it out here because I can change settings through Netflix to yeah. Korean with the... There's two different subtitles as well. So the ones that yes. correlate with the Korean. And yeah. not Anyone the watch Narcos? I have. I, I stopped I'm after... I'm aware of it. Okay, so Narcos, probably 90% of the show is in Spanish because mm-hmm. it takes place in Colombia. 
but they kept it in Spanish. And so 90% of the show, you're you're reading subtitles to understand, if you don't speak Spanish, what they're saying. Right. And what you're saying is that you wish they would have done that. Keep it in Korean and then just show us the subtitles. So they did. That's what I thought I was... That was an option. If you change the language to Korean. Right. But I've never I've right. never done that before yeah. on uh, when I've watched anything. I just watch it as it's right. delivered. I but see. another big problem that like the internet is finding out is if you're watching English CC... You're watching the captions of the English dub, which are different Correct. from English subtitles uh, of Korean. So my initial watch through was the dub and the Korean, the English subtitles that correlated with the Korean uh, script. So what you were reading didn't even it match. It never matched up. It was always different. I, I can't. I can't. It's okay. <laughs> this is, this, you know, this is like it. talking with my grandfather <laughs> right. and his <laughs> computering. It was rough. I love it. All that to say, it's my favorite. I don't know what by watching TikToks. On. You're trying to explain TikTok. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> um, all that to say, Squid Game is really good. <laughs> the fuck did that come from? I don't know. Um, you TV, asked if I'd Witcher, Witcher. Toss a coin to your Witcher. Pycelle. Yes. With a short so Pycelle tosses a coin to Tyrion. It and was says, a. It was a little bit of like poetic. Yeah. Like not really justice. Says, this but, is for your troubles. Yeah. Just, you just little call bitch. Back. It yeah. was it was good. It was a good moment. Like I think that that's the only. I really wish that Cersei had done it, but I think that that's the only way. You know, Pycelle kind of jabbing him a little bit. He did have the line about you don't need much space. Yeah, and that was you know that was good. I felt bad for Tyrion. Sure, but I think that we could. Yeah, go ahead. You know, I, I loved for him. You know, his first response wasn't like, "What the hell's happening to me?" His first response was, "Pod, pod, pod. like go." Oh, like tell someone that this is where yeah. I'm at. So I'm alive. Pycelle's in here. It's really quick thinking on his yeah. part. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, it's just hard not to feel bad for Tyrion. And I felt even worse for him later. Uh, it is. You get a little bit of, uh, of validation later and we'll, I'm sure we'll get to it. So I'm going to leave it there. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's not a, it's not a happy way to open the, open the episode. Yeah. It's a little sad. He did toss a coin to his Witcher. Do you have, either of you have something to add to that scene? Nope. So, in that case, uh, <laughs> job, guys. in that case, we go to uh, the horse shitting, which wasn't <laughs> my favorite thing to see. Pooping right on the floor. Um, I mean, this is a pretty boss move, right? To shit on the floor with no, your horse? No, for him to ride yeah. a horse into oh, the throne yeah. room. Well, it's a boss move to tell your horse to shit. And then right into the throne room. Do you think he told him? Like, yeah, it do you was think it was on command? Yeah, he like, clicks his heel and, <laughs> and hits then... the, the anal glands of the horse. <laughs> and then they release. All right. Yeah. I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> no, explain more about horse anatomy. No, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I. That's the extent of my knowledge. Got it. You can kick their anal glands. I'm going <laughs> to... Rough. I'm going to... That's what the sound dog makes. Throughout the whole discussion that we have, I'm going to let you know who the candidates for Firefit of the Week are because the winner is Tywin. There's just no way that he... he Last episode, he won, and he wasn't riding a horse into the throne room. So he's got a different little like cape over his armor. It's like a more fancy one, more ornate. It's better, and then he rode a horse into the throne room. Yeah, he like spent all his virtual currency is a on part the horse. Of his, is a part of his fire. It's fit. it's included in it. I get and it. it yeah. Is nobody was going to beat it? That's fair. But we do get another candidate in this scene, and that's Joffrey. 
Joffrey, the only reason Joffrey didn't win is because that crown does not fit his head. (laughs) His head is so small. (laughs) The crown is small. I thought. You thought that the crown was too big for his head? Well, no, no, no. The crown looked too small, but like yeah. his head is tiny. Yeah, it's a and pinched little it's, head. Right. It's That's like a, a child's crown. I mean, maybe it was made for him early on in life and he just never... You, does he know he can get a bigger crown made? It's I mean, he doesn't bad. know a lot of things. The only reason he didn't win, because he looked dope. Can I, can I point of order? Can you take screenshots of the outfits that you really love? No, because you can't take screenshots well, I mean, through can you HBO. Just take a picture on your oh, phone. Oh, sure. Okay. Why? Just because I don't remember what they look like. Oh yeah, I can start doing that. Thank you. Um, I'd like them printed out in a binder. I can. <laughs> I'm not going to commit to that. <laughs> right. Uh, PowerPoint up there on the wall. On the TV. Yeah. As you can see here, <laughs> Tywin has a more ornate vest. Right. I like it. I like that idea. Okay. It's more of a sash, but. That's that's not the point. Um, So that is the point. He comes in on a horse. It's awesome. Um, You know, and then Joffrey's going through his whole like, thank you. He names him Hand of the King, which I thought was weird because he's already been named the Hand. Right. He just wasn't there. But the way that Joffrey delivered the line, it felt like he was announcing for the first time that this is Hand of the King. (laughs) And I thought that that was strange. What? I was just playing in my head like, uh, like a like a wedding. Yes, yeah, for the first yeah. time. For the first time, Mister, Mister, Keith Winter. <laughs> yeah, um, I do think I love that reaction. <laughs> no one said anything. No one cared. It's a pet peeve. Because Mister and Mrs. One part, well, the, man. the man's name, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Mister and Mrs. Lydia. I don't. No. Re- I don't remember. Did y'all? Did y'all do Aaron? Aaron Lang and Lydia, like you did separately. Yeah, I like that so much. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I didn't mean anything <laughs> by any of that. I was just, yeah, okay. Um, no, I, I no, yeah. we weren't coming for you. I just made a re- an yeah. involuntary reaction. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> you made a a, a gut reaction, yeah, which is yeah. valid, but uh, yeah, I think this is this has more to do with like the court appearances, obviously. So yeah. like this is well, the, yeah this, this whole is thing court. is a show. Obviously. This is court where people are you know the the high lords and ladies are there. They're talking to Baelish. They're talking to Ty, uh, to Loras. They're talking to Marjorie. You know I I think it's just the court appearances of it. But I I do agree. Like he was already the hand. Right. He just had Tyrion acting in his place until he got back. As I said last episode, we're not here to blow holes. Was right. Loras in the running? He looked pretty good. Yeah, Loras was in the running. Cool. Um. He he did look good, but it's hard to be. Tywin's a good looking dude to begin with, and he's regal. He's powerful. He's the horse, horse took it to another level. Um, you shook your head when I said he's a good looking dude. Yeah, because I was just he's too old for my for me. Nah, I think Loris is a good looking dude. I find him less attractive than Tywin. Wow, I'm all about a sugar daddy. Yeah, I mean Loris would be a sugar daddy. He True. The Tyrells <laughs> are very. Loris seems. I don't want like to have to call a, Loris daddy. I mean, you could. I'll, I don't want to though. Like but of the two, I do think you're going to be domineered by Tywin way before you're going to be dominated. Right. By I would Loris. be able to handle Lor- like like boss Loris around Tywin. No chance. Yeah, Loris I think, also I think, seems like an elf though to me. Hmm. Elfish features. Yeah. Like okay. the long hair and like. I was thinking about it when Lauren and I were talking about another episode, and I was like, he reminds me of Legolas a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Cool. Not cool. in a bad way. Just there he kind of reminds me of Link from Zelda. He's got the long, like longish hair. He's young. He's got cool armor. I'll have to see him in green. Yeah, we'll arrange that. Thank you. Let me just text <laughs> the yeah, really you text quick. Them? <laughs> so, so he, you know, the, the whole thing. Tywin just rides out. It's awesome. He doesn't stick around for everything else. He is the best. He's just no nonsense. I've got to do this quick thing and then I'm out. Um, and that's when Joffrey then addresses. Uh, who does he address next? I think Baelish. It's Baelish. It's Baelish. Names him Lord of Harrenhal. Lots, uh, of, lots of gasps in the room. Yeah. I mean, we've we've seen... You You pointed out that Harrenhal on the map doesn't move. We've heard that it's cursed. We've seen it like burned with dragon fire. But it is a place that you're the Lord of, so... Better well, than nothing, it's, right? It's the incomes of the of the lands around. Hundred percent. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, and especially for someone who made up his own house symbol. Like exactly. It's a huge step. Nothing. Yeah. Which is why he was so upset earlier in the series. Yeah. When Tyrion dangles that little carrot and then pulls it away, Baelish was very upset. Mm. And so you know, clearly, this is sort of that poetic justice of it coming back. Um. I. Yeah. I just. I mean, my favorite part of this interaction was. When Joffrey's telling him, you know, your sons and grandsons until the end of time. And Baelish always with this snide remark. But my favorite part was Varys rolled his eyes like right behind him. He like rolled and then everyone else in the room laughed at Baelish. But I don't think he's very funny. I agreed with Varys like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Uh, So I just thought that that was that was good. So. Um, yeah, he makes the whole line. I'll have to get some sons and grandsons. Yeah, like, and, shut and the fuck that up. coupled with what he does, the next scene that we see him in just made me go blah. I know it was gross. Yeah, he's, he's a gross little creep. He's yeah. he is you you see it laid out very clearly. He is playing everybody, just whoever he can, no matter even opposing like force. You know the Starks and you know Sansa representing them, and uh, and then Joffrey and and the crown and all that stuff. Like he is just telling everyone what they want to hear. So then we go, uh, to Loris and, you know, Loris was a huge part of, um, you know, the battle, the victory. We mentioned it briefly last week. Um, but the armor that he's wearing was Renly's. And I looked into it a little bit more. Cause I know that I was like having a revelation as I was kind of watching it. Um, but the thing that was, so cool about that scene in the book was how important that was to all the other soldiers. So the 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 Lannister army and the Highgarden army, no one knew that it was Loras. They saw what they thought was Renly, and they were a little bit confused. But also, they were encouraged because they thought our king is back. Maybe he didn't die. No body. Whatever. And then the then Stannis's army had the opposite effect. Like, I thought that you said he I was thought dead, you were dead. Yeah. And he's not. So that armor that he's wearing, and he did get a nominee for Fire for the Week, is Renly's armor. Um, I didn't go back to like verify that they did that or not. Um, but that's what that would have been. So he then says, Ask anything of me and it's yours. And Renly's response was, Marry my sister. Would you fuck my sister? <laughs> Lauren's response. Huh? You said Renly's response. Loris. Loris's response. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Lauren's, Renly whatever. is dead. Renly's dead. 
uh, Loris's response. I thought you said Lauren. Yeah, that's me too. I was, that's what I, I did say off. Lauren. But okay. I didn't say my wife's name, Lauren. I said L-O-R-E-N. Okay. I heard Lauren and that's why I was like, what? Yep. Lauren said yes, go something. On. Yep. Um, so, so. Yeah, Loris's response is, hey, would you mind fucking my sister? And I mean, it's a, that's a weird thing. What would you have asked for in that scenario? I don't know. I know it's a hypothetical Gold, game, but women, golden women. But I mean, he's got he's got both of those. Well, he doesn't want one of those. He doesn't. Right? He's got gold. <laughs> no, I know. I was just, I was making a joke. I don't know what I would ask, but clearly, him and Marjorie have had that conversation of here's what we want, and well, I think probably his whole family they've had that conversation is that like okay, if we are going to side with the Lannisters in this whole you know altercation, mm-hmm. this is what we're going to need in return. I mean, and it had to have which, been which is a queen. Well, yeah. this was this was pre planned. Oh, for with, sure. Well, this certainly it's part was, of the broker deal between. Yeah, yeah. nobody, nobody was coming up with. It's this all the court. This whole thing 100%. is just a, is just court. Yeah. What would you have asked for? Invisibility. Because <laughs> Joffrey can get that too. <laughs> or maybe. What would you have asked for? Uh, Real answer. If she I, can do whatever like, she wants. If I'm me or if I'm him. If you're him. I don't know if there's anything that I want if I'm him. He does seem to. I mean, would it? You don't think that he would have tried to move his own position forward somehow? I want you to marry me, Joffrey. Well, so well, yeah. I mean, that wasn't. I think like what he chose was good. Yeah, because like his. I think his position not for, is not normally, for Marjorie. If normally is, going back. If this is a spoiler, like don't answer. Obviously, but like, okay. is his his family is like a king of a something, like lord of something, or are they bannermen to people, or are they in charge of one of the kingdoms? They're not. They're they're not king. They're they're not royalty. Um, well, in the same way that like the Starks weren't yes. royalty. No, but like, they, yeah, they they yeah, they were they in are charge the lords of, of High Garden. Right. Yeah, yeah. correct. High so, Garden is a is a just like Winterfell. It's a city. Or okay, so they ha- they were on the same level as the Starks. So correct. Like, there's nowhere more like. But it's can- a very but High Garden is a very profitable place to be a seat of. So right. they they have a lot of. Uh, lands that they can farm and sell goods and well i just mean like there's no like there's no advancing his position he's not really at the top other than like kill my parents and make me you could potentially ask to be like the warden of someone else's thing like you know like like ned stark was the warden of the north uh tywin lannister was a warden of the west you could potentially ask for a seat like that to where you're now in charge of more than just your own stronghold and those lands that come with that but ma- now you're in charge of an entire region. You could ask for that. But he also doesn't seem like the kind of person who no, wants he that. just wants Renly. That's it. Right. And he's probably dead. Unfortunately. We'll see. No body. Yeah. No crime. Yep. He did see a body, actually. We saw a dead body that Loris was... Loris and Marjorie were next to talking to Baelish in the tent. It was just a joke. Well, I'm just throwing... Okay. Sorry. I know it was, it was a joke. Just a I was joke. just throwing it out there. It was just a joke, bud. Yeah, it wasn't. I was talking to the lamp. I wasn't talking to you. Okay. You you looked at room. me when... This is to the internet. <laughs> like, um, Hey, internet. So it's just a joke. Joffrey <laughs> then goes into this whole thing of... It is very... Joffrey. Ugh. Um, it's, Watching jo- Joffrey flirt makes me want to die. He. It makes me cringe. Blech. Watching Marjorie do her thing, though... She that's a manipulative pretty little, badass. That's a but manipulative it, it is badass, I mean, but is, I don't like it because so far I like Marjorie and doing. I know what she's in store for. She said 
I keep your like tales of courage and bravery deep, deep <laughs> inside me. And she and, knew like, what she looks was doing. directly into the camera and you're like, whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I mean that was that you're right. It's a badass bitch right there for sure. Yeah. She said deep inside me. Can I say that? And I just wrote deep <laughs> sure. inside me here. Right. Um yeah, she Marjorie, though pretty young, I think. I don't I don't know. Do we know how old she is? You know she, the T Pain song, I'm in love with a stripper? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, She know what she do in. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. She knows what I was, she do. I was curious as to how you would answer how old she is with this answer. <laughs> yeah, and I'm glad to see you oh, did not. I wasn't not. doing that. I was just saying <laughs> that's what Mar- Marjorie knows yeah. what she do. How old is Marjorie? Do you know that T-Pain song? <laughs> Where he says. You know that R. Kelly song? Right. <laughs> no. No. Boo. She know what she do doing? <laughs> she know what she doing. <laughs> We well, have that's, well, on that's the how old she is. She know what she's doing. She know what she's doing. And then somehow Lydia thought that it was appropriate to bring up R. Kelly. No, oh, yeah, but Lydia was I tracking think, me that whole time, though. I got you. I, yeah. Isn't Marjorie like 14? I thought that's why you were bringing up R. Kelly. They're all 14, Keith. Like, they're, they're all really they're, young. <laughs> Um, I don't know, but I feel like she's, and th- maybe this is just actor choice, like she's older than Joffrey, right? Cur- yeah, definitely. Not just in like real life. In no, I think Game in the Thrones. book, even in the, yeah, she's older. Yeah, little cougar action, but is it a cougar if a seventeen-year-old hits on a fourteen-year-old? No, it's just weird. Joffrey is. There's Romeo know. and Juliet laws and all. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're right, and they probably have them. None in of this matters. Too. All that to say, it was it was cringy to see this all unfold. Indeed, it was sad for Santa. Obviously, should have should have gone with the hound. Was it sad for Santa? It well, wasn't sad for Sansa until Baelish told him. Or, yeah, until Baelish brings the the cold heart truth to her. Right. right. That's yeah. the sad part is that you're f- you're still subject to all the bad stuff without any of the upside. Yeah. Yeah. Not especially. That, she thought she was free. Yeah. I mean, you see her smile. Her she heard the joy and excitement on her face. Um, and then when Baelish walks up, she's like, "Oh, I've been caught like being happy about this." Yeah. yeah. And then he's conniving. He goes into his whole thing um, where he's just talking about, yeah, you, you really thought that, like, you yeah, were, you're really? still his to torment, his to beat. And now that you're a woman, him, his, you know, him to enjoy you in other ways, which, God, he's a creep. Just super weird. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, especially because he had just mentioned that whole, I guess I better make sons thing. And then he was like, I see so much of your mother in you. It's like, gross. That is a cringe element. Get out of here, Bailey. Because we know that he likes her mom. And then when he's talking about how alike she is with her mom, I'm like, no. Gross. I hate this. Except Catelyn's like a, a hard three. And Sansa's like a <laughs> like a soft eight. Tell me more. <laughs> well, she's young, so I'm not gonna say like she's a hard eight. Like I'm but like this is the best. Okay. <laughs> I agree with you. Yeah. I see a lot of your mom in you, except you're way hotter. Like, yeah. Yeah. Not that hard. I mean, it feels like it's if like you're gonna... when uh when Roz was like, Oh, she must be very beautiful, and Baylor's was like, Not really, <laughs> but <Yeah>. impeccable <laughs> bloodlines. Yeah. So Sansa, better bloodlines and way hotter. Can't beat that. Check, check. Younger. Agreed. 
and not as much of a bitch, but still a little bit of a bitch. Sansa's still <laughs> Sansa's still kind of a bitch. She's growing into it. She is. She's she's getting better. So, like you said last episode, like is this show make really making me like Sansa? Mm-hmm. I think they are. Yeah, they definitely are. Which I'm a fan of. I like Sansa. I know that you're not, but um, if only she had a wolf with her. Ooh. R.I.P. I'll pour one out for Lady. Don't not on the carpet. <laughs> right into your mouth. We've done a lot of damage to this carpet. <laughs> Somehow it's survived the test of time with the other podcast, but this podcast is giving me the one that does it in. <laughs> and the last, the other podcast, uh, some of the guys there ended our last podcast by default by spilling soda on the board. This is a weird way oh. to plug your other podcast. It's nope, called the Sully J. Never Hicks show. mentioning it. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, not on the carpet, but you can do it on the floor. Um, How about into your RP mouth? RP lady. How about into your mouth? He really did it. Okay. I, I just didn't see. I, I don't have anything to clean I it mean, up I mean, I guess it's your floor. It's laminate. It's going to be fine. Okay. So <laughs> then, we, then we go to a scene that I really, really, really liked. We go to Roz and Varys. Um, yes. I really like this scene. Why, why are you laughing? I said yes. She laughed. No, keep going. So, uh, you know, Varys comes in. Roz is going into work mode. Um, you know, and she's trying to just move straight into the work stuff. And we learn that, you know, Varys, even if he wanted to, is unable to enjoy that the way that normal people would. Um, so they start this whole conversation where you, she does Pride week, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, that is that a pride? That somebody chopped his stuff off. I don't you know said that, normal people. I don't think that that would have fit him in. Love is love, bitch. God damn it! It could have been a man instead of Roz, and would have been fine. It's still I I the don't know same. I'm, I'm sorry. Ending I'm, would have come. How am I apologizing? For, no. Okay. All right. Move on. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I'm just trying to tell I you. Do you like how Roz at the beginning of the scene is trying to cover up the bruises, and it's not working. <laughs> like the red jumpsuit apparatus song <laughs> back in the day. The fa- you know uh, you're killing it with the music. Right. <laughs> what was that? Uh, oh wait. Is it face down? Yes. No? Yeah. Yep. Face down, ass up. Face like, down. Yeah. Maybe. No. I don't that know. Wasn't the tune, but I know that's what not you're it. That's about. not it. Yeah. That didn't, Nick's really good at singing songs. That didn't do it for me. Try again. <laughs> I think that might have been the Saving Able version. Um. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. She's she's covering up the the black eyes from being beaten up by Cersei's henchmen. Oh yeah, maybe Joff. But like, yeah, she was taken in. Yes, by Cersei. For the Tyrion thing. Uh, she starts with her breasts out, and Varys is like, "Yeah, you can put those away. <laughs> no need for that." Yeah, and then she continues to try to go. Uh, up to what I think Lauren would call like what first base. Who even knows anymore? Yeah, <laughs> she, I I was shocked because eunuchs generally don't have everything cut off. So when they get there, I was just like, oh, yeah, that we'll, raises questions for me. Yeah, we'll get some more insight into that later because uh, it is a little bit of a unique scenario. Um, because she def she reached and she immediately knew her face. <laughs> like, it made There's nothing me, there. It made me wonder if I were in that scenario, what would she make the same face? Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, Lydia. He I was very comfortable with it, though. He doesn't he just like. He's just like. It is what it is. Not gonna find. Yeah, she, he was like, "Why are you frightened? There's nothing down there that's gonna hurt you." Yeah. <laughs> like, 
which is kind of scary down there. It's kind of a opens the door for a lot of conversation about the treatment of women by people with things that hang down. I was going to ask if those things are scary. Like, are they scary? Like he, he said there's nothing I scary think down there. Scary. Okay. Are they themselves scary or just the use of them? How they have I think that it, historically been used in a negative way. I think scary. that it was more of a allusion to the idea that people who have those sometimes shove them places they. I don't. Not, not I, I, I actually don't even know that it was that that he was referencing. As much as he was like, typically men are the ones who are like horrible people. You don't have to worry about me doing anything. But they themselves are not scary. I, I think that they are. Okay. I mean, I literally just felt like he was just joking about it. Maybe like, I didn't take any more out of it other than like, "There's nothing there. Don't worry about it." You're yeah, you're good. Uh, so then she kind of backs up a little bit, and she then knows who he is. I thought it was a little bit interesting that Varys is so well known in name, but obviously Roz is around influential people. Littlefinger's on the small council. And someone in that position doesn't know who Varys is. That's that shocked me a little bit. Um, I kind of expected more people to know, but I guess it kind of shows his method. Like he he doesn't operate in the spotlight. He is in the shadows. You know the spider thing. Like it was just kind of an interesting look. Uh, well, it, and she probably knows the spider or the eunuch more than she knows Varys. All that to say, up until that moment where she like. F- felt that there's not anything going on down there. That was the moment when she realized who he was. Well, you're right. Yeah, right. you're right, Keith, saying that like she knows the like the idea of the eunuch more than she knows the look of his face. Right. But even even then he doesn't say his own name. She says like, you know, what can I do for you, Lord Varys? Um right. so as soon as that happens, she knows who she's talking to. Then but he, I agree with you. Like I'm surprised that she didn't know who right. it was before that. Yeah. Like I I could understand some you know, random whore at a random, you know, right outside the gate. That's strong words. <laughs> it was the random. He didn't like some that random one. bitch. I th- feel like whore. Yeah, it was good. It's fine. It, it is what it is. Um, well, I, I'm not the. <laughs> you're right, pleader. Se- sex worker, uh, I believe, is what the they want to be called. sex worker. Um, <laughs> at some tavern outside the gate. Business owner. God damn, <laughs> I'm just trying so hard. Can you move us forward? Just keep I talking. I like it that um, at some point, Varys refers to her as like a collection of profitable holes. Profitable which holes. Which is the name of my EP. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, when can we expect this release? <laughs> the collection of profitable holes. I don't know. Release date pending. Um, yeah, I mean. It's all politics. Varys had, a, <laughs> Varys had a really, I thought, strong sales pitch. Yeah. Um, you know, starting with that, um, and then going into, you know, even the, even the part about like, you know, recognizing faces, like, I I think there's more to you. You know, I I think that you've, you probably remember every face you've ever seen. Like, I, I know that you're more than just a warm body here in this place. I know that you're paying attention. I know that you're observing things. You're picking up on stuff. You're kind of putting pieces together and I value that. And, I, I thought it was interesting. I honestly didn't expect when she mentioned that she's scared of Littlefinger. I didn't ever expect her to openly admit that to somebody, especially a total stranger and someone that everyone probably knows you can't really trust, which is Varys. And she was just fine with doing that. And so I just thought that that was interesting. But 
there wasn't really a resolution to this kind of sales pitch, but I'm mm-hmm. interested to hear your take. Like, how do you think this unfolds? I'm interested to get to this part in the book. Um, I don't necessarily want you to answer this, but like, you know, we've talked about how Roz has just been like a standing character for other various whoever's in the, in the show <laughs> business owners, right? Business owners. Um, so I'm interested to see like, is this Roz in the book or is this someone else? Does this happen at all? Like, I'll let the books answer that for you. Thank you. Because, yeah, it just, (laughs) without without some of the, or like with the knowledge that she's a standing character in the show, I don't know if like she's important enough to go back to in the books. Maybe she is. So, Roz is a character in the books. There are other business owners in the books. Right. Those other business owners have roles of their own their own businesses yeah like what like selling profitable holes um is she like uh is she like the head lady of is she like a madam in this it seems that they've kind of he's kind of put her in that position okay but without the without i mean based on Varys's conversation with her without a lot of the same authority that would come with that like a lot of the responsibility but not the perks not the upside right so, so like what all of us in our jobs. <laughs> <laughs> what I was saying was basically it takes all of those and it meshes them into one character. Right. And then uh, exhibits that character in the show. Right. So. Okay. You care to continue? Good. Yeah, I thought that was fine. Great. Great job, Nick. No money. You need to be drinking. Sorry, Lauren. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a drink. Drink yeah, that. Put another glass in there. Um. So, so resolution. Who do, how do you think that she moves forward? I mean, I can't imagine she wouldn't take that offer. And what do you think the offer is, actually? I imagine it's some sort of be my something. I don't know if she's going to continue being a business owner or not. Um, but I can't imagine she loves that sort of work. So I do like, like we've made this a thing. Right. <laughs> so like if she can get out of that world and then... It's better than calling her what I called her. Right. And then go, uh, you know, be a cool spy or whatever. Okay. Hey, do you want to... Uh, Work like this and get beat up by your employer, or do you want to be a cool spy? She's just a girl boss, you know. <laughs> well, Varys almost flexes in that in that conversation, saying that like I don't have my people uh, like beat up other people, right? And she says, "How did you know that?" And he says, "I thought you know who I am." Yeah, At, Var- which is a which is a cool flex. Varys is really really good. Um, I mean, every time we've seen him, he's intelligent. He's wise. He's in the loop on things that he shouldn't be in the loop on. Mm-hmm. There were uh, only three people in that room that that where she gets beat up. Yeah. Well, I think also if you're going to be that good, like obviously Littlefinger's got his people and he's good too. But like if you're going to be Varys level good, like you can't have people fear necessarily. It's got to be an earned or at least like my conditions are good. You want to work here, not... I'm forcing you to work here. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that's part of why he's so successful in what he does. And still kind of secretive about it. You know what I mean? Like, people don't know who's working for him and who's not because everyone's working for him. Yeah. And it's I feel like it's Question harder mark? to turn somebody who, like, wants to be a part, like, a part of the thing. Right. Like if your only loyalty is money, then someone offers you more money, then cool. Yeah, you can get that somewhere else. 
as as we've seen, you know, Bron and Tyrion talk about. You know, Tyrion said, "I'll I'll pay more." Right. Like, well, I mean, even we saw with Littlefinger, like he said that he was with the Starks, but like not like going against Ned was better for him. So he changed. So yeah. he changed, and that's what he did. Yeah. Because Varys has been consistent this whole time, as far as I'm aware. Do you like Varys? I do. How do you feel? I like Varys a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like him a lot, and I'm going to be very sad when I don't like him anymore. <laughs> you already know it's going to happen. It's, um, yeah. I'm just waiting for it. Like, he's actually the one who set up the hit against Tyrion. Ooh, Whoa. That'd be, that'd be My that, crazy theory is that Varys actually turns into a spider at some point. That is crazy. Or at least a bunch of spiders. Or a bunch of spiders. He's magic all along. Where did you stop, Lydia? Like, as far as the... I'm well, like early before season. he turned into the spider. <laughs> right, before you got to that point. I'm like early season six still. Good, good, good catch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if she's really good at, at, at lying or if she... That's not yeah, a thing like, that's happening. Right, right. She hasn't made it that far Trying yet. to throw Keith off the scent, but also not throw Keith off the scent with all these crazy theories <laughs> with the spiders and shit. No, I, I said know. that a while ago. I said I expect some Shelob business to happen you did, at You some did point. mention Shelob. Which would be awesome. Which at that point, I had oh, not no. gotten to Shelob in the books. Of and now Lord you have. Ranks, and now I have, I'm done. And um, Oh, you finished? I did. Congratulations. Done. You like the ending? Should have got you yeah. a cookie cake for that. I liked it. I made cookies to bring on Wednesday, but then that didn't happen. So, so you I ate brought them, all? them to And Keith's. then we ate yeah, them. So Hooray. <laughs> wow. They were delicious. Sorry, guys. They I drank good. my cookies for tonight, so we're good. <laughs> Speaking of which, I don't know what that does means. Does your beer, is your beer called Gourds Gone Wild? Gourds Gone Wild. Well, that's pretty cool. I had a teacher that was on Girls Gone Wild. I We have talked about this before, and I on think I saw her. <laughs> Wait, you had a teacher on Girls Gone Wild? I had a teacher no, in high school. We talked about it, yeah. A teacher that I had in high school was featured on Girls Gone Wild. While you were in high school? No. It was before. In Tennessee, yeah. Cool. Oh, so she was on and then became a teacher. And then became a teacher. Did she have scandals? Um, Yeah, so she... (laughs) She, Oh, she was on Girls Gone Wild. She may... Yeah. If that wasn't scandal enough, she she started... She was having an affair with uh, another teacher at the school. He was married. That's not where I thought that story was going. Now, no, no, no student stuff that I know of. Um, cool. And but that the other teacher, he was a coach, was married, and they started sleeping together on the side, and then they got married, and they've been married since. I mean, the honorable thing the whole to time. Do. Uh, so <laughs> made an made a made a real woman out of her. So yeah, there was some scandal. My <laughs> second grade teacher the, was also in Girls Gone Wild. No, 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 no. I had to. No, I, the other the guy was the dickhead in this one. Uh, Ready? So. The summer between my first and second grade year, our assistant principal was arrested for uh, having inappropriate relations with a minor, which turned out to be a student at our school. At your at elementary your, school? No, yeah. God, no. Oh. Okay, sorry. I'm I'm in a I'm in a school that goes K through twelve. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where'd you go? He's the assistant principal. TFA? It was, no. Did you go? I was gonna <laughs> no, say, it was TFA? a Christian school, but it was in my hometown, and so. Uh, but he was arrested for having inappropriate relations with a student. She, because at that point, you know, she's got to work, comes to school the next year and we, and I'm, and she ends up being my teacher in second grade and we all have to act like nothing's happening. (laughs) 
And I understand you're like seven years old in second grade, but I knew everything that had happened. That was my next question. I was like, what was your understanding at that point? E- Hold on. Every bit of it. Like every bit of it. That <laughs> so who he was who in trouble this, for yeah. Who was the second grade teacher? Miss Evans? No. Oh. She was she was who <laughs> who was she to she was, these people? Oh, she was I'm sorry. She's the assistant principal's wife. Thank you. My oh. bad. I left that part wait. out. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, wait, so the woman was, that was having the affair? That's what no, I I was like trying to figure out. She was his wife. His wife also worked there. No. Prior to she was his wife. Did she work and there prior summer to Summer between came out that he had had that. This is very important to our Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> Did she work there before the Yes. Okay. Yeah. So she, she worked just there. Came back. To she, wor- yeah. she didn't come into school newly. She worked there. Then summer happens. Her husband is arrested at the same school right. for that. Yeah. Is he arrested then at school? Second gra- I I don't think so because it's summer. But God, lie to us. Awesome. Make it a better I know, story. Right? I know. Just say yeah. It was but it was orientation. It was parent night. <laughs> and SWAT rolled in. SWAT yeah. rolled in and tackled him. <laughs> they tear gas his office. She comes back for second grade, and he's no longer there. We all know why. And then she's there, and we all have to act like everything's okay. She Did was you... faultless in this situation. Oh, for though. sure. Okay, yeah, okay, she okay. was. She's a saint. Did I mean, well, I don't know Mrs. how she is Evans now, but she Miss was a saint Evans. then. What's that? Pour one out for Miss Evans. That was the big question. Mrs. That was Evans. the big question. It was like, what do we call her? Oh, whatever she has to be called. Mr. Evans owner? is Mr. Evans huh? is a business gone. owner. What's your first name? Oh, Catherine. she was not a. Don't don't you dare! Don't you dare, Keith. We love you, Miss Evans. You're right, Lydia. She was faultless in this. She was a saint. She didn't deserve that Little piece of shit. Saint Evans. She's very sweet. She was one of my favorite teachers. <laughs> Maybe because she was only nice that year because we all had so much shit on her. Yeah. Um, oh, that's sad. Last thing about the girls gone wild thing, and then we'll where were your teachers become <laughs> real people? Go ahead. I saw the video while I was sitting in her class. That was an awkward moment. What? The kid that sat in front of me is the one who told me, and I said no, and he turned around with his phone and showed me, and he said press play, and so I'm watching, and I'm like. Oh my God! This is Mrs. Oh, I'm not gonna say your name. <laughs> How old are you? Oh, oh, um, I was a freshman. Oh, okay. Uh, in I, high school, I was a freshman in high school. Oh shit! That's like a that's like an age that that's oh, like what fourteen? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're raging at that point. <laughs> yes. So now we go to Jamie and Brienne, uh, and Jamie's just nonstop. I. I'm having a hard time. Do you think that he's just trying to push her over the edge, or do you think that he's actually like trying to get some? I don't know if he's trying to get some, but I think he's having a fun time, like interacting with a. You think that he would? Female if she human? Said yes. Probably. Just because men suck. No. Well, I would, think she's attractive. So I mean, we've talked about this already. It would probably be a conquest for him too. Yeah. Conquering a a lady yeah. that. Is kind yeah, of masculine. He'd be like, yeah, she was as big as a mountain. Yeah. And in half fact, is she good was, looking. She was know. the mountain. Right. Um, okay. Well, I was just curious about that. Um, yeah, because then he, he's got the whole, you know, of course, if you're interested, she's like, I'm not. And he's like, Of course you are. You know, like it was just it was just funny. Like it was just a it was just a funny moment. But then they get into the part that Yeah, it's sucks. funny when men make unwanted advances towards women. That is funny. Ha ha, Justin. <laughs> I love this role reversal that's been happening. I'm not doing this shit with you. Why did they get out of the river? Shut the fuck up. Because <laughs> I guess they were close to stuff. Uh, just, it, like J- Jamie even says, like, 
we shouldn't be here. We should get back on the river. So why did they stop in the first place? Was it because she saw the girls hanging? I don't know. It doesn't seem like that happened until later. Were they just taking a pit stop? Maybe. Maybe that's it. It's a very tiny boat. <laughs> that's true. Although you can yeah. pee and poop right there. Sure. Who can? Justin, I was kidding, man. <laughs> I was kidding, but also not kidding. I don't have the notebook, so Keith's got this. Yeah. Handy dandy. So uh, I've got written notebook. here, they lay with lions. Yeah. Yeah, so Brienne sees, you, you kind of hear the rope in the background, right? And so uh, Brienne kind of, you know, she sees, and then you get like, Dead booby? We get a breast. <laughs> get a dead booby. I saw it from a mile away. <laughs> That's why I'm here for this episode. Right. Uh, we, well, Roz. No, too. Roz got, yeah, That's Roz, true. Roz was, was alive. first. Um, yeah. They had a sign on him that said, They lay, they lay with, with lions. lions. So yeah. that's why I wrote that down. Um, Which is kind of fucked up. Yeah, it's their job. They're right. business yeah. owners. They're just small business owners. Girl bossing it up. It, I, I mean, I, I have to imagine there's got to be more to the story. But then again, maybe not. Like, maybe... What? No, go ahead. No, I'll tell you later. Okay. I can't put that on the internet. <laughs> cool. Good good podcast content, guys. I don't know what's happening. I, I Because a lot of times I can, like, see where you were going with something. No idea. Um, type it out. So, then they get the scene where... <laughs> don't type that out. Nope. The, the Northmen... So so Jamie's talking to Brienne and he says, I thought you fought for the Starks. She says, No, I fight for Catelyn. Then the Northmen come up and they have to go into this kind of quick it was actually pretty pretty quick witted on both of their parts because they both kind of worked in sync. Um because the the men come down kind of the pathway and obviously it's an uncomfortable moment because for Brienne, she's got Jamie Lannister here and she's trying her best to make sure no one knows that that's happening because if word gets out, you know, obviously it would be mayhem um, on any, any side, whoever finds out that Jamie's not at Rob's camp, that he's out in the wild, the Lannisters are going to send everyone they can to look for him. The Starks are going to be, you know, trying to look in that area to get him back. Cause they don't have any idea where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the guy, <laughs> The guys do the whole the same thing Jamie did when he first encountered Brienne. Like, whoa! <laughs> like, you know, they have a, some. I feel bad for her because she's like just trying to live her life and exist as a person, and she just keeps getting shit on for just being tall, and that's not her fault. Could she just like wear a helmet all of the time? Probably, but that's what I would do. But then we get into a deeper conversation. Like, is it her fault that she didn't wear a helmet? No, yeah. I'm not blaming her. You're so ugly. You should wear a helmet. No, on. I'm she not dressed, saying because she's ugly. I'm just you, saying to disguise her womanhood. If I were her and I didn't feel like having that conversation all of the time, I would just wear some sort of. It does feel like it make it easier, Lydia. Yes. On the day of pride, I did not expect that from <laughs> oh my you. God. You're just telling her she to should be dress closeted. differently, right? Oh, she should dress fuck differently. Them. So she, <laughs> she should live her life. So, so she was they asking sh- for it because of how right, she was dressed. Right. They they shouldn't laugh for 25 seconds at the fact that she's a woman. Which they did. They did. Well, my favorite part of this whole thing is they got exactly what was yeah, coming to them. They can't laugh anymore. Yeah. You know? Scene's over so, not actors laugh anymore. all you want, but Brienne the Badass puts you in your place. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Instead of Brienne the Beauty? It's fitting. Yeah. Good job. 
Brian the badass because she you. is. She really, she really is. Look at you redeeming yourself. Um, <laughs> I wrote it down. Brian the badass it's in the notebook. That, she did. She had a badass line too. What'd she say? Oh yeah, two quick deaths. Two quick deaths. So they, yeah, they mentioned that yeah. that. Or she says, like, oh, I hope you gave them quick deaths. Like, talking about the women that were uh, hanging. And he said, yeah, two of them we did. And which is really fucked up. Uh, and then when she goes to kill them, she kills two of them quickly. And then the guy who made that comment. Not so quickly. Not so quickly. I appreciate Jamie's facial reactions to that as well. Yeah. Because I think hopefully he. It's gained, all he could do in that moment. He gained a modicum of respect for her in that instance. Oh, I definitely think so. I think he was really impressed. Because um, to that point, I don't think he has seen her fight. No, and he totally didn't think that she has it in her. Like he he thought that like, Catelyn's being silly. She couldn't find anyone else to betray Rob. Like she picked you because you felt empowered. Like and this is laughable. Um, and and we get the idea that he's he's just looking for his moment this whole time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I expected before the Northmen came up and she had told him to wait here uh, and kind of had tied him in the tree, I thought he would make some kind of move then, but we never got to see that play out. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think that he probably would have if she was, if the Northmen had never come and she was trying to get the women down and bury them. And all, I think he definitely would have made some kind of move, but um, he does. His facial expression shows like, Okay, and we'll see. I mean, I'm interested to see how it plays out. Like, does he interact with her differently from here? Does he not? I don't know. Um, I would guess, based on who Jamie is, not. Probably not. you have anything else? Maybe a little bit. No, it was just cool to see her pull out the two swords and then still have a third one. She's... I didn't think she had all those on her. Well, Brianna the Badass. Then she did. She's her own weapon. Um. So then we go to a scene that was uh it was rough but rob and cat cat's a bitch just <laughs> get that out of the way um <laughs> it was so they're talking about love uh she asks if love is important love. he says it is to me and then she's trying to explain why that's not important and i was just like rolling my eyes the whole time because as a parent why would you tell your kid like her situation? She even described how hard it was and how not fun it was most of the time. And she's like almost pushing, not almost pushing. She's almost wish. It seems like she's almost wishing that upon him. She is pushing that on him. And I thought he had a really, really great comeback. Um, you know, no, my father's dead. Uh, and the only parent I have left has no right to call anyone reckless. Mm. And I feel like Rob is Rob is really young, but I feel like he has done a really good job of considering the pieces and making choices that, though they can be hurtful, like I'm sure that was hard for her to hear, he's right. She well, has only done reckless things recently, and, you know. Yeah, and what the fuck is Walter Frey going to do? She like, seems I've to got, be I've pretty got, intimidated by him. Uh, clearly, but I've got, probably at this point... Close to 15,000 Northmen. I'm the king of the north. What the fuck is this guy who's the lord of a to, uh, crossing going to do? Well, that's a probably a good opportunity for you to like share some thoughts. Like When when you hear this conversation going on, what do you think he's going to do, if anything? Yeah, and that's... So, to kind of answer that question, first, I cannot defend Cab, but like, I understand what she was trying to do. She was trying to like 
cover the consequences for all of that. Like not trying to be like, love isn't great, but more just like, there's going to be consequences for what just happened. I don't know what consequences are going to happen because like, I just, like we were just saying, like he's a Lord of a bridge. Like I can't imagine that's super important. And if Rob becomes King, you're not the Lord of the bridge anymore. I just want to be clear. Rob is the King. Well, yes, he is the King of the North. How dare you? But currently, like, <laughs> Frey probably doesn't care about that. I'm going to side with Nick also on this probably one. right. Rob's the king in the north. <laughs> don't you dare disrespect him ever I, again. I don't, I don't think there's a side here. I'm agreeing with you. He is the king of the you north. You said if he becomes the king, and that's wrong. Okay. Ain't no if. If he wins this war. He's the king, bro. Yeah, he's okay. So he's still the king. I'm if just messing if with the king you. wins this war, what is... <laughs> if he remains king. Right. And then takes every. He remains alive and king. We should be fine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, we've seen we saw Joffrey just be like, "Okay, uh, Baelish, you're in charge of Harrenhal now." Like, right. what stops Rob from just being like, "Eh, okay, you're not, you're not bridge guy anymore." It doesn't feel like it would. Ooh. It doesn't feel like it would take much to remove him from power because he doesn't conduct himself in a way that like earns the loyalty of a lot of people. Right, and He's we are already... in the north, though. Right. Rob doesn't really have that. Oh, is he not in charge of him? I don't. No. I don't know. Yeah, where. no. Sorry. So, so the phrase are, and I think they may have gotten into this earlier. A little but the bit. phrase are bannermen to the Tullys, Tully. which is the Riverlands. Oh, okay. And so that wouldn't be the North. That being said, that is he Cat- does Catlin's. sort of right. The Tullys are Catlin, right? Yeah, right. Which is why Catlin went had the the relationship with him. You know, all mm. that kind of stuff. But obviously, no one from the books and the show, like no one respects this dude. No, That's why they called him the late. Sir Frey the or late Walter Frey, yeah, he shows up to the battle after, after it's already, it's already been won because yeah. they didn't know if he was going to support the Lannisters Which, or to not. To me, he's a smart Walter Frey. I mean, you know how you don't die in a battle? You don't go, you go play to it. <laughs> yeah. And then you just say you were supporting whoever won. Oh man, there was real bad traffic on I-75. I couldn't <laughs> couldn't get there. That's what I, I did to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> did you say you were late? Oh, good one. Yeah. I missed that. That's why she's. That's why she comes on halfway through season two. Oh, she's I just been, thought you meant tonight. No, she's just been driving this whole time. I thought you meant tonight, and I was like, I missed that. But you, I missed the joke. It's I missed fine. the whole thing. Okay. I got you. I thought it was funny. Oh man, my life. I hated this scene because I feel like the whole speech that Catelyn gave is such a cliche of like. We didn't love each other at but first, but we, we learned do. to love each other, and our commitment is more important. Like, has anybody else experienced that trope in other forms of media? I feel like it's overdone. Oh yeah, I mean, I think that. Yep. Nope. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not no, this show. I haven't I'm just experienced saying... that trope. <laughs> I'm saying in other shows. Yeah, not in your life. Oh my god. In real, so he, we're not telling. Okay, no, but yes, ma'am? I said in other forms of media. No, I'm telling Nick not yes. in his real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it. I, I, I heard that. I've heard that conversation many times before. Yeah, and I, I like what you're saying. I, I agree, and I, but I like Rob's responses, which are. <laughs> are you falling asleep over Why there? Why is your eyeball in the mic? I'm just resting. Um. <laughs> Rob's responses are are well thought out, are clever. Don't leave a whole lot of room for Catelyn to respond. Yeah. It's not a conversation 
uh, that he's having. It's a statement that he's telling her. Right. He's putting a final, you know, touch on the, the discussion. The, com- that had the, been the had line that, that you made that you made a point of of like. She says she uses the word reckless first, right? Yeah. She says that if you if you as the king are reckless with your oaths, your the people who follow you will do the same. And he's like, "Hey, why don't you shut the fuck up because you just let our best bargaining chip go for no reason." And he's got a great point and she has nothing to say back to that. Uh but I like your point, Lydia. Absolutely. We've heard that a thousand times and it's really fucking annoying. So I don't have any specific examples. I was trying to think about some, but I don't have anything specific. But it is it is like a common, you know, thing in in media and life and whatever. Um, so after Rob walks out and kind of leaves Catelyn there speechless uh, because he's so hot, uh, <laughs> we. <laughs> she's thinking about that she's, about her own she son. she's <laughs> speechless because he's so hot she's like damn i did good with that damn one. i did good uh, uh <laughs> maybe i was so speechless because he was so hot and i'm <laughs> no, projecting blame you. Blame you. um then we go to stannis stannis gets an honorable mention for firefit of the week wow it's, it's not a conventional look but i think that it's a very stannis look it's pretty standard stannis Right, but it's not like typical for other people to have that like type of armor, and it's I've only seen that so far in the show on Stannis. That Hot. like weird like layered breastplate with like the cool chainmail thing, and anyway, maybe a hot take, but it might not be a hot a take. I think this is another one of those scenes where I don't like show Stannis versus book Stannis. I think book Stannis in the scene is a little more. Uh, is a little more fiery and a little less whipped dog to me in this, in the scene, he's just like going through regrets. And like you said, you, I had it right. And like, he's kind of, he's almost whimpering a little bit and whining. And in the book, I think he's more angry with, with Melisandre. And I, and I do think that he's angry in the scene, but I don't think that it, it's, it comes across as as like a like a fiery anger. It comes across as more of a like a emotional anger, like a humiliated. Yes, type of yeah. Thing. Like when he's choking her, he's like almost like choking up, you know, himself. Which I don't think that he's like that. At least when I read the books, it's not that's not what I get. I'm pretty sure that the actor who played Stannis has come out and said like he refused to read any of the books to like learn about his character. Okay, well fuck him. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a weird move. But <laughs> to learn about this guy that I I'm refuse to play this character correctly. But I think that you know we've seen a some some misses in the way that his character is brought to life on screen. And I think that, that probably plays a role in it. Um another character who did that was uh, allegedly um, the actor, the second Dumbledore from Harry Potter. Severus Snape. Dumbledore. (laughs) He was, uh, he apparently didn't read Michael Gambon, I think is his name. Um, He apparently didn't read any of the books. And so there's some weird things where like he didn't deliver lines the way that they were intended to be delivered. And Dumbledore, the original one died, right? Correct. And so that, that, okay, yeah. Yeah, so that's why we got 
Harry, did you put your name into the goblet of fire? Dumbledore asked calmly. <laughs> Versus run in and push him up against the wall and scream. That's exactly. And I think that that's probably a huge piece of that where we we see that miss so often with like show Stannis versus book Stannis. And I don't know that all the other actors and actresses read the books, but... Harry, do you mind if I ask you a question real fast? <laughs> Did you possibly... I don't know. I, so people are saying. I don't know. I'm sure. Is there any chance? Um, so I just thought that it was that. interesting. Um, because I, I agree with you. Like I think that the way that he delivers lines, the way that he's like portraying emotion, you know, kind of even the thought process that he's going through, it doesn't really match with the Stannis from the books. Um, I think probably in my opinion, and you can weigh in, weigh into, you've read part of the second book. Um, is that right? Just a little bit of the okay. second book. So you've met Stannis. Yeah. And then obviously you, um, I, I think that he's probably thus far the biggest discrepancy on screen from books. Do you disagree or do you? I would agree that thus far, I believe that yes, he is. Do you have thoughts? Um, I still didn't love him. Like, I still don't love him in the books. But maybe as I get further into book two, I'll develop more. I don't know if it's a character you're going to love. I just think you're going to notice the differences yeah. between the way that he's portrayed in the show. Right. I like book status more. I don't I, think I've noticed that yet, but maybe I, know, I will. But that doesn't mean that you... In the War of Five Kings, it's not to the point where you're like, "Oh, I wish Stannis would have won." Oh yeah, you know? yeah, okay. yeah. I I or am not like man. a Stannis, but there's a lot of people who are. You're not a Stannis stan. <laughs> um. Yeah. I I like Stannis was never the guy, book or show, who I've been like backing or supporting. It's always Rob, because Rob's the best. This um, isn't a spoiler because it's like the first chapter of book two, but why didn't they put what's-his-face in the show? It's Stannis's daughter's, like, fool. The guy oh, who has yeah. the tattoos all over his uh, face. Padface, maybe? Patch, Patch face. Patch face. Yeah, Patch face. that yeah. would have been so cool. It would have been cool. Uh, wait, is that him or Moonboy? Who's Moonboy? Moon... F- or are they the same? I think it might be, yeah. I think they're the same person. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. That I agree. So there, there are multiple characters from the books that... That they don't they don't include. Yeah. Um, they don't really include any fools except for Sardantos, but and that was because he wasn't to begin with. Yeah, I don't know. I wish they had. And that's where I I do think overall show better than books. But as you get further on in the books, you start to realize, man, they could have done this maybe a little bit better. But it's almost like when I meet these characters, it's not like, wow, this is a good book character. It's like, wow, I wish I could see this character portrayed in a TV show. Yeah. At least that's how I felt with. I yeah. do remember Patchface being a bit pretty annoying though. Okay. Personally. Well, and we'll I see. always want my movies to be like three to five hours long because I want more exhibition. I want more about the world. I want to know more about these people. But you want these podcast episodes to be shorter. Right. <laughs> these podcast episodes do not need to be three to Man, five that hours that three long. and a half. Uh, if you're here for season two, episode 10, I commend you. I don't think they're the same person. I'm Ooh. having a hard time. Like, Patch phase and Moonboy. Easily finding it. What? I said I should have brought the book. I mean, I we think have, I have it on my phone. Um, I've got my Kindle. That's not important. Nope. Let's stop everything. Moonface oh <laughs> is, or Moonboy is the other resident fool at the Red Keep. Okay. Oh, okay. 
All right. Well, that's yeah, that's a different guy then. And then the the Mad Patch Face, a former slave of Atlantis. I don't think that I ever put that piece together. Talissa in the show talked about the face the tattoos, tattoos identifying people. Yeah. I didn't realize he was a slave in Volantis. So that his face tattoos indicate, or at least some of some of them indicate his She Tom made Fulery. it sound Boom. like though, because she talked about it like thieves. <laughs> Anytime you use the word tomfoolery in everyday talk. She made it sound like it was like single tattoos for people who had committed crimes, but Patchface, is that his name? His yeah, like entire, he's like full face tattoos. It's like yeah, a bunch it, of patches. It, right, his patches. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was it's like his yeah. face is a pattern. And he mm-hmm. was uh, the court fool of Stannis, who had been purchased and made free by Lord Stephen Baratheon during the reign of the Mad King. Right. Interesting. So and they're I different think people. Stephen is Robert Stannis and Renly's dad. I think so. Yeah. Um, all of that to say, it might be Stephen. <laughs> what? Is it P? Stephen Keith? Yeah. I think it's an F. It's Stephen. S T E F F A N. Do you guys know that? Is that a hot take? That's Stephen. They probably don't. We don't need to talk about it on the podcast. Nope. Here we are. What are we talking about? How do we get to Patch Race? I don't know. We were just talking about the books. Lydia just said My my point being that I don't think Stan, I don't think he's still like a a character you're going to love. I do think you're going to see the differences. Um, And I think that might have some confirmation bias to us. Character that I enjoy more. In the book, right. but I enjoy some of the bad characters too. Like I enjoy Cersei, and she's evil. I enjoy Tywin, and you know, so um, we not all saying know that, you enjoy Tywin. I wish I could enjoy some Tywin. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. So, <laughs> <laughs> so Stannis does. Uh, he did get a little nod for Firefoot of the Week, but he didn't do it. He didn't pull it out. Um, he starts talking about uh, I murdered my brother. She comes over and says, we did. And he says, in perfect Stannis fashion, he's not your brother. He wasn't your brother. Um, so he he then, that's when he gets into the scene where he's like spiced up a little bit. He starts choking her. I thought he was going to kill her. I wanted to see him more angry. Right. I didn't want to see, to see him like. Oh, like sad. Sad and like angry to the point where you're crying. I wanted to see him like rage angry. That's all. Um. Yeah, and she, he says, where was your red god, or where is your red god now, or something like that, and she, like, chokingly gets out, he's inside you. Yeah, it was very cheesy. Weird, yeah. See, and I took away from that, like, that that weird shadow thing is inside of him. Ooh. Well, it was Shadow Stannis. Yeah, and that's why we haven't seen him, because he, like, it's hiding on the inside of Stannis. In you. Right. He's he's Stannis has accepted his shadow Stannis into his heart. Thank God. <laughs> and now he is within with him for always. I just didn't see that coming. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Keith right. Winter That's is true. always coming. That's true. Um we haven't done that in a while. He accepted Shadow Stannis into his heart, yeah. Um so then they have the moment at the fire. And I really wanted to get the two of y'all's take on. So she says, look in the fire. Do you see it? He's like, no. You know, look closer. And then he says that he does see it. So my thought to you guys, or my question, I guess, is do you think he actually saw something in the fire? Or do you think that he's just annoyed and tired? And we'll just wait. I think he did because I don't think he's capable of imagining things. 
He's not capable of imagination. No, I don't. I think he is incredibly literal. He has no sense of humor. He does not understand sarcasm or irony. I think that he saw something. I think if you look back, I think he's very sarcastic. That being said, I agree with what you're saying as far as the imagination. I think think he's he's so blunt that it seems funny to normal people, but I don't think he does it intentionally. As an incredibly sarcastic person myself, what are you guys doing? Hey, what the fuck are you doing? Hey, I'm just looking up the episode. Is that all right? Why? Justin just FaceTimed Keith. Because I was curious about... Inside uh, our studio. Yeah, I've been watching Keith like do in-depth research. Yeah. I was curious about what Stannis was wearing. Oh, my God. I We can do that later. Is that okay? I'm, I wanted your feedback. I was about to give it to you, but Lydia was talking. You, I jumped in because you were. There was a pause engaged. where I said, and we'll wait. And then she waited, waited, and then responded. Well, I Thank you, by that. the way. Did anyone, I know. Did anyone else think of The Lion King? When? What? When, no. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> I referenced no. The Lion King a minute ago. But again, though, is this, a, is this another Nala thing? King, you said it's inside you. He lives so, in you. <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, so there's more Lion King. So she, he looks in the fire. Oh yeah. She said here. He says he doesn't see anything, and then she basically says, "Look hot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is a very Lion King, very Lion King esque scene. That's so funny. So Keith, answer the question that I asked. So I don't. I know you don't know what I asked because no, you were paying I attention. Do. Did he see anything in the fire? That's what I was like trying to think about. Lauren asked me, like, were we supposed to see anything because of the like the long shot of his eye? Lauren or Loris? Lauren. <laughs> Loris wasn't asking me questions this time. Um, yeah, and so I was like, I don't know. I didn't see anything in his eye either, so I don't know if he we were supposed to see anything. I definitely gave a long, hard look at his eye to see if they would show anything and. There's not really much to be seen. Right. From what I could tell. Yeah. But I mean, I agree with Lydia. Like, he's not like an imaginative person. So I can't imagine he would be like, yeah, I totally saw something. So if he saw something, or if he says he saw something, I think he saw something. I also don't think he's the kind of person to like humor people. Right. Especially not after just like choking her out and being like, where's your God now? (laughs) If he didn't, if he didn't see the God, I think she would be gone. Mm Mm-hmm. Are you going for like an emo thing here? <laughs> I just took my you head off. You have hair, Justin. I've <laughs> never seen your head before. You have it? Do I always wear a hat? I don't think so. Your head or your legs. Really? No, you'll never see my legs. Legs are a treat. Legs are a treat <laughs> and they're a little weird. No, I think they're what great. That no, no, not that his legs are weird. Like it's Well, weird now I'm definitely never going to show my legs. Hard no, nine. I always. <laughs> an erect nine. An erect yes. nine. An erect nine. Thank you. Oh, I don't know how to feel about this, and I feel kind of awkward. <laughs> okay, no. when, when Dildo listens to these in 20 years, he's, he's what is gonna, he going to think? Well, I wonder what our relationship will be like. Like, Do you think Emily will be out of the way by I that point? I think we may be married we'll be at that point. <laughs> like, it'll yeah. be... No, I think there's a good... There's a, it's 50-50 on whether or not we'll be I mean, be could you guys not just like get a compound in like yeah. Utah or something? I don't know if I would marry you, actually. I'll be married together. Why? I do love you. You're a lot. Do you guys... What are your personality type differences? We're both dickheads. That's true. <laughs> yeah, is this an odd couple situation? or I can marry you. I mean, yeah, that's fine. I'm cool. You I'm ready. want to marry me? Let's do it. I mean, he, just Sorry, said, Emily. he just said, that's fine. I feel like that's <laughs> that's love right there. I know. I don't want to do that <laughs> that's, again. That's part of your marriage. That's vows. what Catelyn's saying is love. <laughs> that's yeah. true. 
Sure. They grew to love do you each promise, other. Do you promise to take this this Nick to have and to hold? It hurts my feelings. That's fine. What hurts your feelings? Oh my god. That you don't love me. I do love you. What are you talking about? What you in said what that way a, were your feelings hurt? Yeah, he said that I'm a lot. He said I love you, but you're a lot. I said that I would love you just like Catelyn loves Ned, which seems like worked out well. Yeah, they had a bunch of kids together. He died. Who's Catelyn? Who's Ned? I want you to love me like Rob loves Talissa. I would like to pitch if that's okay with you. Fine. Okay. <laughs> Good I don't understand sports metaphors. So. Uh, yes, you do. Pitching is the one who throws There's things. One that's Catcher go- is the one who catches things. There's one move. Does that help? A give yeah. and a receive. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. He Got wants it. to give and he wants me to receive. Perfect. So, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then we're going. We're gonna head up to uh, Winterfell with Theon. I love this scene. Fuck I Theon. Do. I know, but uh, go ahead. Sorry. Well, no. Why? I mean, you can. Why do you I love just this scene? Love. I. I hate Theon. But I think this actor does such a good job of portraying Theon in this scene. Like, even with the conversation with Lewin, like, they're... Lewin eventually gets to the point where, like, hey, you're not this guy you're pretending to be. And he says, maybe you're right. But I've never... I've come too far to pretend to be anything else. And that's so... That's so good. I think we all can say that about Theon. It's like, ah, he doesn't seem like this guy that really... That really can stand up with twenty men against five hundred men, and he really thinks that he's going to win. But he he's saying that I don't think that either. That being said, this is what I got, and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I thought that it was interesting because he definitely finds himself in a scenario where he knows he's a fraud. Yeah, but he is too prideful to admit that, so he's just going to see it through until and see whatever happens. And then even before that, Lewin talks about how the the Starks treated him nothing but with, with nothing but kindness and all that. And he just he kind of loses a little bit. Like, yeah, everyone loves to remind me that these people treated me okay when I was their prisoner. Like, fuck you, man. I was still the prisoner. Like I, I didn't I, I'm not I didn't grow up with my family. I didn't grow up in the place that I, I called home. But everyone wants to remind me that these people treated me well. Fuck you. Like I didn't I didn't get to experience what I should have experienced. Right. And I'm watching that scene thinking, man, this is this is heavy shit. And yeah. I think he does a great job. Yeah, I hate Theon, but that was like the one moment of sympathy that I've had for him in this entire show when he talked about how he hates people telling him constantly how lucky he is. Right. Yeah, that was like a very humanizing moment. I felt the same way. I was like, damn, (laughs) I feel bad for Theon. How do they do this? Yeah, It's hard for me, though, because like we've met his family. And so like his life probably wouldn't have been great if he was raised. No, but but he didn't get that chance, though. Yeah, I totally understand. And how annoying would it be for someone to continue to remind you that like, well, at least you had a great life. Like, yeah, and he didn't get that chance. And that sucks. But like, I feel like also he knows his dad now. Like, is that still what he wanted i think i think for theon one of the things that it doesn't get a ton of attention but kind of in the vein of everything we've been talking about is had he been given an opportunity to be raised you know by in the iron islands by his father theon would have theoretically been the person leading the army and it wouldn't have just been he grew up there instead of 
the North, it would have been he's 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 Yara. He's Yara. Maybe a, a much stronger likelihood. Um, uh, you know, right? It's it's, it, and I think that he feels a lot of that. I think he feels like I went back. I thought that it would be a homecoming, and it wasn't. And now my sister, who at in this world, like he lost his shot. He lost he lost it. Now yeah. there's now he finds himself in a situation where he's nothing. He has no real path forward. His dad shits on him. His sister shits on him. He's made enemies of the Starks. And even if he runs right here, like Lewin's saying, then he's the Greyjoy who ran. Not just he's the Greyjoy who grew up with the Starks and is not really a Greyjoy, but he's the Greyjoy that grew up with the Starks, not really a Greyjoy, and shows that by running. Right. Which, God damn, that's a terrible situation to be in. It's tough. Yeah. He, he put himself think, there, though. I do love the comedic relief of the, the horn blowing blower. Cunt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, every once in a while, you're like in this, like, Deep conversation, and then all of a sudden he's like, "And I swear to God, I will fuck that guy up." Well, he swore to a lot of gods, but you know who yeah. he didn't swear to? The drowned god? No, no, he swore to the drowned god. The red god? More important. Jesus Christ. Danny, less important. <laughs> Danny, less important. I do. <laughs> That's good. Uh, well, look in this world, does Jesus exist? No, no. No, we don't know. Danny exists. Though. We don't know if Jesus exists. Yeah. Um. True. That might be a spoiler. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Uh, Danny. <laughs> I just made a note. I wrote. He didn't swear to Danny. <laughs> and Danny's our Christ figure. So of the, of the things that I've said in this episode that are spoilers, that is not one of them. <laughs> that is not. But you do owe money to the jar. I think we may have moved past it. No, I didn't want to bring it up because I, I didn't want to bring it up. Yeah, right. I'll tell you later. I agree with you. I'm I'll with t- you. I'll tell you later. What do you think it is? How I've much is it? I've got to think about it. It's not We need not a little. spoiler. No, I know. <laughs> I would agree. It's not little, but it's not Ned Can got I his head throw mine off. out? Sure. I think it's 30. <gasps> okay. You think what I'll you spoiled that. is worth 30? Yeah. I'll accept that. Yeah. I Because my initial thought was half. Yeah. It's half, middle of the road. It's pretty close. If we can do a 25, that'd be great. 25 is fine. Okay. He said, "If we can, like you guys, I didn't don't know make what the, the thing. I didn't. I, oh, didn't, I, guess I didn't. I didn't want to five to they're fifty. Five, five to yeah. fifty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Twenty-five. I, did, I didn't want to bring it up I'm because I did, I, I did I not want to. I'm glad we we both locked eyes when yeah. it happened. Is it something both, that I would know about? Because I haven't picked up on anything. Mm, I don't know that you would know. Six. Yeah. Maybe. I don't. I think that the, I think it's close. Yeah. I mean, she's in six, but. I don't. I, right. I think that that's probably around. Which is hard that you stop there because season six is so good. Yeah. Running through these sixes. Um. With my woes. Thank you. Um, anyway, yeah. Nick does, though, we didn't address it because I, I wanted to move beyond it. That way you didn't know what was going on. 25. Um, but How'd yeah. that work out? Well, Here we it are. clearly <laughs> worked out. Well, we well moved, no, I know, but we I moved beyond it. it. He we doesn't know what I'm talking yeah. about, right? No. Perfect. 25. I wanted to address it. it. I just didn't I'm, want. I agree. Hinton, okay. I was. I'm okay with. I, when I said it, I was like, "Oh shit!" Wait, you said it or you said it? He said Nick it. Said I it. said it. Oh, Nick always says it. No, that's not, not true. Always. That's not true at all. No, I'm know. the one who said. Nick is Ned, catching up. Right. I'm the one who said Ned got his head cut Nick off. Probably caught one, up with this that one. Pretty close. He probably caught up with that one. I you have the headless Ned doll, or you no, don't? No, it's too expensive. It's not a doll. Very expensive. It's a thousand dollars. It's an action figure. You jackass. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want. It's a doll. It's stupid. Yeah. I know that they're stupid. They're not stupid. No. They're great. Right. I think they're really I are. have things. I love my pops. Of the things that people collect, I think they're the coo- one of the cooler things. It just is a lot, you know? There's just so many different... Oh, you have a lot of them, yes. I but... collect pictures of Jesus. <laughs> you haven't you been to my what? house. It's yeah, also it's true. a lot. Did you print out the multiple memes that he sent this week? No. 
I wish you would. What is it like? Let me ask you, Lydia. What is it like to wake up at 745 <laughs> in the morning and, and see, see what you had to see? Memes it's like it's better than a cup of coffee. Shared. It really just puts a little it pep does in get my you step going, right? instantly. Yeah. yeah. Same. Just off to a good start. <laughs> Same. I can Thank remember you. vividly this week sitting up in bed and, and going, what the fuck? <laughs> This is also like you're gonna regret inviting me to this game because I've been training for this shit. I'm not gonna. So. I wish they would participate. <laughs> no, they I'm, don't participate. I have loved. I will. All of them. I I love it. Um, for those of you who are like, what the hell are they talking about? I sent a real we'll on Instagram trash ass. I have, I have plenty of them. I've sent them all in the group. The group text. <laughs> uh, it's just a meme making fun of Jesus. It's, it's more no, than that. just no, humanizing just pointing, Jesus. Like <laughs> you dirty, there's one where the savior. devil is uh, is looking over his shoulder very wantingly, and he's got this nice little bubble butt, and it says Luke fourteen two or whatever, and it says Jesus was tempted. Jesus was tempted by the devil for forty days. You guys are doing the dad thing. <laughs> the where best you part was this, the best part was that Jesus had a raging. <laughs> And Keith is fired now? No, it's fine. At an hour and 45 minutes. I think if we passed last episode, we probably... God made humor. It's fine. Did you just text? And boners. And boners. (laughs) Is this one that I've sent? Wow, when you started thinking about the fact that God made boners, that's... uh, Yeah. That, that's exactly what it is. If Sir Jesus is funny. Okay. Um, Did you read it or you just looked at it? No, I I got it. Okay. (laughs) Was inside Mary... With so, the glasses. I love the glasses. Uh, my face hurts from laughing. Weird. Um Does your phone get memes now, Lydia? Yeah, what are you what did you send that I didn't get? You didn't get it? I got a Harry Potter one. No, after that. Not yet. So in, the important part of this is the Game of Thrones piece. <laughs> uh so Theon said, Have you heard, had any word from my father? And he says no. Lewin says no. Uh Theon tells him to send more ravens. He says, you killed all the ravens. killed all the ravens, you fucking idiot. (laughs) I like how he... Lewin's not afraid of Theon. I would be terrified, not because Theon is scary, but because Theon is so unpredictable. It's a wild card. You have no idea what's going on. You're an old, frail old man. in real life. Exactly. I'm scared of myself. You don't scare me. (laughs) Theon doesn't scare me. Well, you should be scared. You scare the shit out of me. I know. I know. Nah. Um, I do think if you come shoot up the office, I'm okay. But yeah, I don't I'm not know. gonna shoot. I'm gonna. You're. Have I sent you the Grogu memes? No. So there's these memes about. Uh, you're doing it again. Where, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> where? Uh, no, it's fine. We. <laughs> it's, it's it's fun o- to do this. Order sixty six when the right. Jedi are yeah terminated. Yes. And <laughs> spoilers, guys. Come on. We're beyond that. <laughs> and this was, 19, uh, this was like 2002. Grogu will say something nice to Anakin or about Anakin, and then it'll show Anakin marking off a list of all the Jedi names, and Grogu's on there. He says, thanks, bud. And he's marking off, and Grogu's, then it cuts to the scene where he's like looking all cute up at him. And um, anyway, it's just funny. Like it's good. He gave him a heads up. He, and then there's Any another of the one. the Anakin he, killing uh, children memes are pretty good. They're bad, but yeah. they're good. And then there's another one where he texts him, hey, don't come to the temple tomorrow. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you why, but um so anyway. Um so then we cut to Theon giving his speech. And it was a pretty good speech. 
I don't know that I would have, you know, gotten all ready to go to war because I, I think that I would never be ready to go to war. But um, yeah, Theon did a pretty good job. Um, and then it was ended quickly with Dagmar hitting him in the back of the head with a spear. Yeah. The speech was phenomenal. Do you have anything um, you'd like to say about the speech? I do not. Nothing? What? I texted uh, Justin earlier about the speech. And I do not think that it's appropriate to share on this platform. What? You okay. can't do that. Yeah, Why you can't do that. Tell yeah, us. Yeah, Why you can't, can't do that. At least in the group text. Nope. It's not that it's appropriate in a in like a... I don't think there's anything off limits in this. It's spoilery. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, okay. I, was just trying to I just think there. that... I just thought that his we speech was really, really good. Text. Yes. Right. Um. And... I, You know, I don't know. I mean... Like, I was just trying to bait keep you. going. Hey, they say that an Iron Islander is worth a dozen of men from the mainland. Do you think they're right? Yeah. Well, one guy, the one motherfucker that like has been talking shit to Theon from the beginning, got his ass kicked a, a, a couple episodes ago. Uh, says like, yeah, yeah, I do think that's the case. All right. Well, then let's go fuck these guys. I haven't had a good fucking weeks. Something, you know, stuff like that. I just thought it was a good speech. Yeah, I thought and it was great. thought it was too. Yeah, it was. That's why he waited waited to knock him out. Um, did you see that coming, Keith? I didn't, but I was annoyed at what happened next. Which oh, which well, part? we're not there yet. I know you're talking about what I rewound to earlier to make Pro- notes about. Possibly you're talking about Lewin. No, oh, okay. he's he's talking about stuff related to. I'm talking about Lewin. Fuck that. That was unnecessary. That was very unnecessary. Yeah. That was upsetting. I don't think I am upset about the thing you think I'm upset about. I was upset about where the heck were those 500 Northmen? Huh? What do you mean? There's an if, explanation for that. If they're just standing around outside blowing a horn, how did Theon and them get out? No, no, no. And how did... Oh. And how did uh, Brandon and them get in? And why didn't... Uh, the, Brandon and uh, them no, were no. already in. Okay. Brandon and them were in the crypts. It, it, I almost just spoiled something. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Let him give me money. Brandon and them are in the crypts. You, you already made 25 bucks this episode. Lauren did a great job. Yeah, need we reference I am Lauren's all, the, letter the, again. The wine is empty. Good job, Lauren. And 25 bucks richer. I hope you enjoy your new car. We're, we're trying, man. Um, Which part sorry. were you annoyed about? I just didn't like that we didn't see those soldiers that were out there. because, And I don't understand how Theon and them got out. And... I didn't love that uh, Lewin knew that there were soldiers there, but still sent Brandon them north. You think Theon and them got out? I don't know. So why did Dogmer hit him in the back of the head? To hit like, him in the back of the head. <laughs> Little uh, fine. Sorry, it's all good. Oh, so you're so Little you're suggesting slurry. that they turned him in? I thought that the show was suggesting that. I mean, maybe it was. This is another, like, from last episode. That's what I was about to say that I was trying to avoid. So in the last episode, it was the last episode or two episodes ago, Rob is having a conversation with... Right, and he said, I'll let everybody go except for Theon. Right. And then Ruse says... A little bit of mercy or a drop of mercy or whatever, and he was like... That's when he said Theon. Everyone except for Theon. And Ruse said that he thinks that they'll quickly take that offer. And then we cut to this. So, see, I don't think that's. I mean, yeah, but I know so, we can't make arguments, but I don't think that's a spoiler because I think that the show is pointing you to well, that. Well, you got he got us there. So that, that that's when I was like, okay, now I can talk about it. That's what I 
was led to believe was happening. And I think see, the show I would, I would believe that, but why is Winterfell burning then? Good question. Well, so they that, just like set Winterfell on fire, and then they're like, okay, hey, here's Theon, let us all go? Well, that's what I went back to look at later. And I'll, I'll get to it when we get there. When you came over and I rewound right. to yeah, look yeah. at a scene, that's what I was kind of observing. But okay. we'll get to it because there's more in-depth, right. more in-depth look in a minute. Lewin gets stabbed. Stupid. Sucks. Unnecessary. I love I, him. Yeah. I also super feel like that should be like a law within Westeros. Like you can't kill them. Or at least like yeah. if you do. It's like, a really bad punishment. It should punishment. be a bad thing. Because like everyone needs them and loves them. And there's so much like time that they spend learning everything. It's like assaulting a police officer is a, a worse is a wor- is a worse sentence crime than assaulting a regular human. I understand what why you're shaking your head. And I agree with the reason why you're shaking your head. But in reality, it is a, a worse sentenced crime than assaulting a regular person. Except you know I mean? for Pysel, right? Fuck Pysel. Sure. <laughs> no, I, 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 but I get what you're saying. What you're saying is what I'm saying. Right. Like these are, I mean, it's like in our world today, like it would be like assaulting a librarian, but we don't have computers. Yeah, like, say fuck that those librarians. With Lydia in the room. Fuck those librarians. No, I'm not a librarian. I'm putting librarians on, on a pedal here. And I'm saying it would be like that if we didn't have computers. Like they know so much more than everyone else. Like they've spent all this time learning. And you're like, oh, you're wow. just like, your metaphor was way blank. deeper than I thought it was. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's like, it should be super bad for them to kill these people because of all of the learning and all of the time. And like, I also feel like, again, he's apolitical. He serves Winterfell. He doesn't serve the Lords of Winterfell or like he serves the Lords of Winterfell. Not the Starks. Yeah. It's not a specific family. It's just that specific place. Theon's in charge now. So yeah, you're my boss. Does the game of Thrones world have librarians or is it just the maesters? Where are you at? Season six. Mm -hmm. She hasn't. She's probably got to it. She doesn't have the clarity yet. Oh, Okay. Well, I'm excited. Um, okay, so... More then, drinking. Yay! More drinking. We got a lot to get through, so keep drinking, bud. Uh, then we're with Varys I'm opening this beer with a Hand of the King bottle opener, so... Er, nice. Yep. Yep. Is that right? Is that what that, that thing is? Um, what? I was... About to spoil some shit. Moving on. <laughs> uh, so then we're with Varys and Tyrion. All right, that's a good catch. Mm-hmm. Keep um, going. So Varys and Tyrion. Um, this is where Varys is revealing that Cersei is the one who had orchestrated the attack on on uh, Tyrion uh, out on the battlefield from the King's Guardsmen. Guardsmen. Uh, that was obviously rough. That's beautiful. Oh. I wish it was a pin. But then yeah. it couldn't be a bottle opener. Right. I get it. I mean, could you, it here could you put a magnet on the back of it? Cool. It has a magnet on the back. It really is, isn't it? I mean, so but he like gave me the backing one. He magnet. has one in his house. He's very thoughtful. I didn't give him two so that he would give me one. I gave him two so he could have two, and then he gave me one. I forgot about that, actually. Sweet. What? I forgot that you gave me both. Did you yeah. give me both? Uh-huh. Oh. It was well, a, that was very nice of you. It was Christmas or your birthday or something. It was very nice of me giving you a bone back. It, well, you did it because you used to live back there and you used to drink a lot of beer here. So you put it there. It's still on my fridge at home. Right. Yeah. But you you brought it here not for me. You brought it here for your use. Well, either way, it was very thoughtful of you. And, and very apparently thoughtful very of thoughtful of me. It was very wise of you. Right. <laughs> Justin, um, I recently bought you a gift, but it's themed to an episode. So You got me a gift? Yeah. 
Why? Coming in season like three. So season three? Yeah. What'd you say? Next It's annoying that people like you so much. I don't know you well enough to buy you gifts. Say, Give I, me some time and we'll get I know we'll you well there. enough to not <laughs> like you that much. And unfortunately, I still do like you that much. And so, that's yeah, me going through this. Um, I'm excited now. Um, I Although, uh, maybe I shouldn't be because I've seen Game of Thrones. And you no, could, it's a good gift. You it's could get some cute, bad gifts. It's a cute gift. Uh, I'm excited. Um, it's Ned Stark's head. but that why okay uh so after they have that conversation um pod brings shay in as varus is leaving pod's such a bro pod is a bro great job pod and he's so sweet and cute have we already got to the pod thing Mm -mm. i couldn't remember when that was i have no idea um and i like Want, wanted to talk about it, but then I was like, I don't think I can. No way. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice try, though. Um, so then they're talking about, you know, she comes in. She's like, let's leave. Uh, let's go to Pintos. Uh, he's like, what are we going to do? She says, eat, drink, fuck, and live. And Sounds great. Pintos right? sounds good. <laughs> Pintos yeah. sounds fine Pintos with me. sounds like yeah. a good old time. Um, this was kind of a weird moment because, you know, she's like takes the bandaging off and we see his wound and it doesn't look great. Did anyone else crawl at the side of her just taking the bandage off and it was like pulling? Sticking. Yeah, sticking ah, like a bandage. I wasn't crawling at the fact that it was gross. I, felt I was crawling at the fact that that has to hurt so yeah. bad. Yeah, painful. Um, I mean, unless it's like uh, Justin getting his eye meat stitched. You just didn't feel it because it was so swollen. I don't think that's the case in this case in this situation. Mm. So you think Tyrion's wound wasn't as bad as Justin getting uh, hit? No, in the I eye? think this was days after, and the swelling had gone down. Mm, okay, yeah, that's true. And the bandage had kind of like it had fused s- a little bit. Oh man, <gasps> gross! Yeah, I, a lot, not very much like gore really gets me, but those things got those things get me. You know, I could pretty much watch whatever. It's it, it's not like oh I'm gonna throw up then. but huh? like oh, I've got a movie it, suggestion for you then what is it <laughs> terrifying that, that the terrifier it was so bad okay all right well I don't want to watch it if it's bad <laughs> you should you should watch it it's terrible okay all that to say um this is a moment where you don't love Shay I don't but I like her here this was a really you do like her here powerful scene yeah. i think because she showed a lot of loyalty. I like anybody who's like yeah like hey man i'm you know he was being very dramatic Ugh. yeah like woe is me my life is a disaster no he shut was. the fuck anybody? up no, no, no. you got me <laughs> say it no okay. no 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 <laughs> say it you this, have to be the villain here you say it. this is about the goddamn like... podcast <laughs> I was not about you like who i am as a person does this remind you of anyone Listen, <laughs> shut the fuck up. A little dramatic. Let's a little, talk uh, about the self-indulgent, show. Self-indulgent. A little. I hate this. Well, Self-de- self-deprecating. Right. And like, I'm a monster. Just let me die. Fuck right. you, Tyrion. You're fine. It's a fucking slash and crush everyone, your face. And everyone no one cares. loves you. No one liked you for your face anyways. And he's everybody's <laughs> favorite character. Yep. And show us your legs. <laughs> it's so fucking annoying that you don't like that anyone likes you. Okay, Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion. We just want to love we you like and support you, Tyrion. you. Just fucking get over it. We fucking like you. 
We killed him. Good. <laughs> He's happy. We're happy. <laughs> now, Nick, rip a greasy bandage off his face. I was really curious as to where Rippa was going to go. It's so watching Tyrion deal with this. A bit over dramatic. I understand. <laughs> there are people out there that do not understand that they're that they have innate value to the people around them. And we watch Tyrion deal with this because he has been shit on his entire life. Are you crying yet, Justin? He's been shit on the on from last his year. entire life that he, he has no value. No one likes him. No one cares about him. There's one person in the world that maybe likes him just a little bit, and we even know that that's really just because he's his brother. But Shay is is reminding Tyrion that no, I fucking like you. It doesn't matter that you have a slash across your face. I, this is who you are. I fucking love you. Get over yourself. Stop being such a little bitch. You have such a short memory. I'm yours. You're mine. Let's go live in Pintos and live and fuck and eat and drink and have a good time. Okay? <laughs> Keep going. You got that, you motherfucker? You're doing a great job. <laughs> Tyrion? <laughs> Tyrion? Because um, that's who we're talking about right now? <laughs> I enjoyed that she showed some loyalty here. Moving on. Unless um, she didn't and she's being paid and it's all just a big ruse. Also... Sure. I well, did think that was funny. Like, oh, we should it. pay you double. <laughs> <laughs> I You're damn right, bitch. <laughs> that, that it, he was funny in some of those, like, you know, he's always funny. He's always got a comedic line. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you've mentioned before that you think that there's more to her than meets Meet the, the eye. eye. She's a Transformer. <laughs> Autobot <laughs> or Decepticon? Both. Oh. Ooh. I've not seen that before. One of those middle ones. Um, I kind of like that. Um, I'm partial to the Decepticons myself. I'm sure everyone because you're edgy like that. I just think they have a cooler logo, and their mm. color was purple. That's fair, and that's my favorite color. There was like Dinobot. He started out as a Decepticon and became an Autobot. Lame. Did you see that? There, by the way, since we're here, mm-hmm. there's a new Transformers, like a new series happening. No, I didn't. Like a new movie, whatever they call them. Uh, it's set in a different like time. That's cool. Yeah, I just learned that this week. Did um, you watch Beast Wars growing up? A little bit. Yeah. Some. Anyone else? I Lydia? liked it. I know you didn't. I These always like. I like Transformers. These guys, you know. Lydia. <laughs> okay, so then we get to heart scene. Heart. Heart. I drew a heart. Mm. Father, warrior. <laughs> yeah, Smith. you know it. Aww. You probably know it, don't you? So what I noticed this time walking, watching through. God, I'm drunk. Uh. Is that they talk about the, the the gods with the male characteristics first, and then they talk about the gods with the female characteristics after that, and then they get to the stranger who could go either way. I don't know. I mean, yeah. Um, that being said, I think it's father, warrior, smith, mother, maiden, crone, stranger. So I, I I I don't know why I noticed that, but I've always kind of wondered why it wasn't father, mother, you know, warrior, maiden, smith, crone, like just random order. Mm-hmm. But it seemed like the order had something to do with it. And maybe, maybe it's because George is a big, fat sexist. I was to say, you're becoming woke here, man. 
I'm waking up. You're as learning. As you guys see it. Yeah. As you as you guys are listening. Can't wake up. <laughs> Thank you. Good job, Keith. Uh, so. <laughs> I love this scene. I love them. The only beef that I have. Anybody know? Anybody guess? That they were speaking like two in unison. So no, that was my frustration. I didn't have quite a, as big a problem with that. My problem was, although that is problematic because she's not right. from there. It was like the exact yeah. same. Uh, I love the way that she looks at him, her smile. He was a little bit too grumpy. Like, bro, shouldn't you be a little happy about this? He's probably still like wallowing in the frustration about cat. But the only problem I had was on their wedding day, neither of them had outfits that we could see. And therefore on their on on Rob and Talissa's wedding day, neither of them win Fire for the Week. It was more of a wedding night. What the fuck ever? I'm just saying, like it, they were, they were clearly doing this in secret. They're not in their. Yeah, but they you know, always look good. I'm sure that had we gotten they still a, looked a good, good front look of their outfits, they would have been great. I would have appreciated if both of them were naked. I would also have fired of the that. week. No, they can't win that. We've already set that rule. Yeah, yeah. we have set that rule. Have so, we set that rule for men? Mm, I think I mean, I as not, as the but... person awarding fire for the week, I know I make a lot of jokes <laughs> about. That, but I don't actually want to see that. Well, personally, you heard it here. First, personal folks. choice. Um, so it was sweet. It was just a you know, it's been coming like we've we've seen it building. Okay, go ahead. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that I can't say that. Word. You've not seen this before. Uh, the f- whole first season, seen we what his coming. Oh. Um. <laughs> Yuck. So this was like a hand binding ceremony, and did you know that they sell Game of Thrones themed hand binding cloth on Etsy for weddings? Yeah, for hand. But like Game of Thrones themed. All right, I'm gonna say this, and I know my wife's listening. I wish you would have that we would have. <laughs> we would have had a hand. Would you like ceremony. a um, rededicate your yeah? Your life. We did a stupid fucking first prayer. And uh, and I wish we would have done the hand. Binding. It happens to the best of us. It's right. fine. Right. I don't. I think she's saying. I think the the singer saying like I can only imagine why we did that <gasps> shit. Mm. I don't know what it was. She'll probably remember what it was. But I like to renew our vows with a hand binding. Even though I still, yeah. I, even though I've loved my wife more now than I ever have. But like I, well, I like to do. I'd like. To just do the hand binding ceremony, and then like, and I don't want anything else. I want nothing else besides look at each other and say the words. And we say, "Father, Father. warrior, (laughs) Smith, mother, maiden, crone, stranger. I am his. She is mine. From this day until my last day. I don't know what the fuck the rest of it is, but I just want to do that." And I'll just do it, do it on like a beach in the Bahamas or some shit. And people will be like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Shut up. It's a normal thing in the US. <laughs> it's a normal thing in Westeros. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. It was sweet. Sorry was, to go into that. It was kind of in a fun scene. It's been building and we finally got to see it. We did not get to see the consummation of said marriage. And that was a little they bit already, of a bummer. Well, okay. Yeah, she would have laughed through the whole thing. <laughs> I was as, just, she, as she does. I was just bummed. Like, we've already seen them have sex outside of their marriage. Now they're married. 
The blessed Hopefully sex. Hopefully it's not foreshadowing. Um, to a sexless marriage. Uh, then we go to Danny, uh, Jorah, and Cavaro. Uh, did you know that was his name? Cavaro? Jorah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cavaro. Who's Cavaro? He's the Dothraki guy. Okay. I didn't know that was his name, but I had to look it up. How did you look what, it up? What do you... Are you sure it's not Ricaro? Ricaro Oh, Ricaro died. died. Ricaro died. Ricaro's you're the, right. You're right. In the Ricaro's, past or in the future? Both. No, no, no. He, he, had, he past, was the right, head. Right. He was the head in the... Ba- in the uh, he's, he's always died. He was like King Louis' head in the basket. Yeah. Would you like to take it out and ask it? Yeah. There we <laughs> are. There it is. Now I'm just waiting for we Beauty did and the Beast. Beauty yeah. and the Beast is the only other one. So you still got some pages. Um, I get help from that one, though. Got to have a little help from your friends. Um, yeah. So anyway, this is where they're walking up to the tower, the House of the Undying. It looks so weird. There's no windows. There's, there's no doors everywhere. No there's one is some keeping spikes up. just hanging out. <laughs> it's just leaves. Um, and then this is where they fucking landscapers at the house of the dying and taking the day off. They decide, and I'm confused a little bit as to why Cavaro didn't like go with. But Danny and Jorah start walking around. Well, really, Danny does, and Jorah's following her. She's walking faster and faster. Now, did you see this coming? Oh yeah, I said as soon as you lose sight of her, she's gone. Because they they kept showing her get further and further, and you could see him like walk, so they they kind of led you there. It was telegraphed, but it's also like a huge trope. Like, yeah, yeah, of course this happens. But it was so strange. Yes, because I still don't know what the hell happened. Magic. Not really magic, but like, but like a, the lame magic that they keep doing the lame stuff with. The see, lame that's warlocks. the thing though. If when you get to this, and you can back me up here, I'm not going to give anything away, but back it up. House of the Undying in the book. Oh, it's got to be awesome. Shits on the House of the Undying in, in the show. Of course it does. So I think I think uh, the House of the Undying in the books and the uh, Grey Wood, Whispering, uh, Whispering Wood. Wood battle, yeah. those are the two most significant differences. Differences. Uh, and well, there's and up to this, uh, to the, up to right, the right, end right, of the right. second book, yes. Yeah. There's um, one other one, and that is. But there's there's more visions. Tyr- well, the other thing we didn't talk about Tyrion's uh, axe, his attack yeah, was different. A lot different. Bay. We right. did. We, yeah, did we talked about that, that last episode. He, I was probably. But this is where it starts yeah. to. So again, those those lines that are close to parallel, but they're just a little bit off. Well, yeah, there's just the there's time and money that has to be. I I totally get it. Well, and and the way that man, how do I do this? don't go ahead keep going the way that the house of the undying is laid out in the books is almost impossible probably to do it in a great way from a visual standpoint are there like upside down staircases and stuff like that not gonna not going to uh so yes okay (laughs) so it's your usual like wizard tower type thing not gonna go into that but like but there are more visions so, right. so you know, we watched Danny. Is Wanda there after, too, or just Vision? After what we were talking about, Cavaro and 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 uh, Jora can't find her. Danny walks in. She hears the dragon. She walks to another you know, thing. I think there's probably some in between there, right? As far as the show goes, she walks in and there's a staircase. So she hears him upstairs. We don't. We don't. 
we just we see, see him yell, Khaleesi! And yeah. then it cuts to <laughs> Hot Pie. That was 10 out of 10. <laughs> Hot that Pie. Was, like I was there. Arya. Oh, which is another phenomenal scene. What? This, that was the best What one. the fuck? Yeah. You're getting... Magic. Finally. There's magic in this in this in this uh, episode. There's more magic in this episode probably than the entire show. Finally, so far. So, um, Gendry, Arya, Hot Pie are walking, um, and then they see Jockin up on the little thing. thing. Crest. Yep. Um, and I say he looks so. Once you don't fire see him, fitty. he'll be gone. Yeah. He looks so fire fitty. Um, so he was another nominee. Tree fitty. Tree fitty. Um, so he, you're right. He, he, you know, they walk past, Arya walks past really, and he's not there, but then shows up immediately behind her. He's so cool. He's just so cool. I would love to see what it looked like from Gendry's perspective. Right. Like, does he see him like scamper down? The side <laughs> he like runs quick. and yeah. jumps and, uh, that would have been funny. Um, maybe like behind the scenes we can get that. Um, but I, I just, I really like to get that in the books. I'd yeah. actually <laughs> jock and runs. I would and love ducks. a college humor series of Game of Thrones <laughs> from lesser characters' perspectives. That would be funny. That is good. Um, so I I really like that because I, I love Jockin and I love that he knows nothing about Arya really. Uh, but he feels like she's significant enough for him to offer for her to come with him. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I like that. Like we, we've seen Arya, you know, she had her dancing master, which she talked about here, uh, Cereal Pharrell. Um, you know, she's, she's had a rough go of it. Not quite as rough as some other characters like Sansa and, you know, um, I think Ned and, you know, some of the other Starks, but she's, she's not had it as good as like Rob. Right. Um, and even John, you know, up in John's not doing so hot right now, but. He's you know, not doing badly. He's just been captured. It's just weird. It's just a unique, but yeah, we'll get there. But um, so I like that Jockin is like, I want to help you. Like you've got this task, this mission, you've got your list, you know, all, a lot of names on the list. I can help you figure out how to offer those up to the red God one by one. Um, I like that he knows her whole list. I was going to say a list that, why would he know that? I don't know. Cause she's saying it in her sleep. I guess. I don't fucking know. Liddy, you had a you had a look on your face there. No, I just like him. <laughs> Do you like him because he's a good character or because he's hot? Gets the sun in. Because I or like both. him because he's hot. I like both. And he's a good character. I like both. I think it's hard in this show for like men and women to have relationships that don't seem creepy a lot of the times, but like theirs doesn't seem creepy yeah. at all. It's just like He's creepy, but not in a not he's, in a predatory way. He's after kind a child way. way yeah. Just in a mysterious kind yeah. of way. Mysterious. I don't yeah. imagine him ever wanting sexual relations with anyone. It doesn't you don't get that vibe. Nope. You don't get that vibe. You just get the he's just he's solely focused on offering up lives to the red god. Kind Do of vibe. we think that's because of who he is or because Arya is kind of portrayed as a boy? Hmm. I, think I haven't thought who, about that. I think it's who he is. I think it's who he is. I I can't imagine him. Being as good as he is, not knowing that she's not a boy. No, I'm not no, saying he, that. No, he knows that yeah. she's a girl. I'm not saying he actually thinks she's a boy, but it's almost like the show portrays her as a boy, so she's able to have these relationships with men that more feminine gotcha. female characters cannot have. So if she was more feminine, would I feel like he was... Yeah, like if that were Sansa, 
would they have that relationship? I don't get the vibe that Jocken gives a shit. Yeah. Personally, do you feel differently? I don't know. It was just a... I mean, it's I'm good, not sure. It's a good question. It's just something I think about. Make me examine my biases. <laughs> Your biases? biases? I don't know. No, no, biases. Can we talk about his face or are we getting there? Um, I hated it. Yeah, what did you think? Do we? What do we think his real face is? It's not either of those. Neither. It's probably, maybe it's just faceless. Well, he's is part of the faceless men, he says. Right. Is it faceless men or faceless ones? Faceless man mm. of Bravos. That's disappointing. So he has talked about being a faceless man. Yeah, we he have, talked about it here in this. Yeah, we scene. can't have faceless women. Okay. So then this isn't. This is. I don't know. I don't know what you're going to say. Do no, go it. ahead. Well, no, because it was in book one when they were talking about the assassination attempt on Danny. They ended up going with the wine merchant, yes. but they not had talked the about men. hiring the faceless men, they, but they were so expensive. Yeah. And that's not something I realized until. That was mentioned in the show briefly. I don't that remember. That is it one being reason why this podcast show. exists is that we can yeah. tie things together like that. I don't Absolutely. remember. Was it Varys? It, I think it was. Uh, it was either Varys or Baelish that in that Two scene, you mean? No, that, that, that said it in the show. Because they said it in the show. It was, was I don't remember Ned was still the there, wasn't he? No, no, it was after the fact. I th- you know when I think it was? I think it was the scene when right after Baelish had betrayed I'm sorry, Baelish felt like he had been betrayed by Tyrion because Tyrion pulled the whole like ruse with Marcella and Baelish, remember he like is gets mad at him and all that? I think it was in that scene where he talks about Danny and the faceless men and like they, but, but all that to say in the books, I definitely remember them saying, or we could hire the faceless men, but they're very expensive. Something along those lines. Yeah. I remember that too. So it is introduced from a book standpoint up to this point, but from a show standpoint, this is the first time we hear it and it's very intriguing. And I want to hear more about them. Well, you see more when he turns and then he turns back. What do you think his real face is, Nick? I don't I don't I agree with Keith. I don't know that he has one. He's probably forgotten it by now. Mm. Feels like a thing a character would say. I will to be all like emo. Leave that one where it is. Good job. If you guys could have a different face, whose face would you want to have? Yours. Mine. <laughs> yeah. Keith? Justin's. <laughs> I'll take Nick's. I was going to go Brad Pitt, but I guess I have to go, <laughs> yeah, I have to go Lydia here. No, you go Justin. Justin already took went. mine. Justin no, said but I already Keith, took Keith said Justin. You oh. said me. No, I have to say Keith. you. Justin no, I took hers. Oh, you have shit. to say me. Okay, I'll be Keith. Yeah, sorry. Actually, you do have a much better beard <laughs> you than lose. I do. Yeah, but sorry, you get the rest of the face too. No, that's good. It's a good what face. What do you mean? It's you have the best face, Keith. Thank you. Ouch. You're welcome. Appreciate it's a that. good face. It's the best face. <laughs> I, I, putting so that I've in heard. My, I'm putting that in my LinkedIn profile now. <laughs> so I've heard. You can't. I don't endorse know. it. <laughs> the best face endorsed by Lydia. LinkedIn jokes. Hilarious. Yeah. The idea of the faceless men would be that they don't have a face of their own. Right? Well, I think the faceless men, because they can change their faces. But faceless. Right. Well, that's the thing. Like You tell people to be creepy. Whatever, serious. Yeah, you've seen it less than once, and I've seen it eleven times. Right. Yeah, you're right. Okay, no, you want to spoil it? <laughs> Come on, spoil it. 
Nah, that's cool. Yeah. Keep write, drinking. Write those checks your cash your mouth can check. I don't know how that <laughs> saying goes. <laughs> Woo. What do you got there, Jay? Yeah, what you looking at? Oh, I, He's can, on LinkedIn. there's too much like <laughs> There, it's it's going into the history of the faceless men and like all the it's shit. Crazy. It, it I want the history That's why we need so men. many yes. more offshoots. I'm so excited for House of the Dragon. Somebody brought up House of the Dragon to me this week. I think it might have been Chris Ray. And I am very the, one of the House of the Dragon trailers came out okay, this week. Did you watch the trailer? Which is why. Yeah, I've seen. Okay, I've seen am it, I yeah. allowed to watch the trailer? No. Justin says say no, yes. but he hasn't watched it. I would say yes. You, you guys should it. have watched and like yes. recorded yourselves and done it as a, a thing. Like a first look. We still can. Yeah. You've already watched it. True, but they, <laughs> they've had multiple trailers come out so far. I haven't seen any of them. Right. Well, the most recent one, you're fine to watch it. There are no spoilers because it's such it's a, a prequel. prequel it's right? so it's 300 years. They actually came out this week and said it's 200. Okay. Well, according to. This series, it says 300 years since Aegon's conquest. So how could it be 200? I'm just telling you what was leaked this week. That okay. they that they've adjusted the well, timeline. It's going to be 200. Okay, I'm just well, excited. They're Matt wrong. Smith's, Matt Smith's in there. Um, but anyways, I, we need so many more offshoots. I think having a series that is on the faceless man would be nuts. Or just Bravos in general. Right. Yeah. Sure. So I like that in this uh, scene. You guys may have touched on this, but uh, Jockin almost like talks about Sirio a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Like, well, being a dancing master is one thing, but being a part of the faceless man. I don't like that he's seemingly shit on Sirio. No, 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 no. I'm just fuck but you, like, bud. But he almost like kind of validates Sirio a little bit. Like, yeah, he oh, does. Yeah, dancing master. That's a. I think since we didn't, I think Jockin could be Sirio. Interesting. We didn't see a body. We never did. Mind blown. Because it would make God, sense for like Syria. why he's why so he's drawn helping. to Arya. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Because he doesn't really have a reason to be otherwise. That's true. Unless you, unless you just see that in other people. Yeah. Yeah. And Not- he was locked up with the worst right. guys in that first. Uh, introduction to Jockin theories, yeah, could be enough because he was killing Lannister soldiers. Right, those are the theories. That's a pretty is good that, reason, you know. Is yeah, the theories out there are that he was in that cart because he was a murderer, because he was caught. Like he killed the two soldiers people. that were coming after him when he was murdering people. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, I was going to use him being in that cage as a reason he couldn't be Syria, but. I like how you guys are thinking. How were you going to justify that? What if he was changing his face the whole time? To murdering people to Syria. To murdering people to Syria. Well, I'm just saying, like, to get from that fight to get to there. Like, it's Game of Thrones. Who knows? But that just seems like a stretch to get from from those two places. You seem like a stretch. It's true. My last name's Armstrong. Seems like you're going to get a stretch. Armstrong? Yep. Stretch Armstrong. Oh. Making a sex joke. Um, do you have anything else? That's it. So you cool. you think... He also tosses a coin to his witcher. He does. Uh, a very valuable... So many coins. Coin. A lot of coins. Um, she asks if that can buy a horse, and he said no. It is not for the <laughs> buying of horses. <laughs> I 
love and hate the way that he talks. Mm. And I don't know which more, but I think love, but also maybe hate. For me, love. Um, How do you feel about Yoda? Hate. <laughs> Got it. Not a fan. Um, it all tracks. So his new face is not, not as good. Not as hot. Uh, or I would say not hot at all. It doesn't even really look like a human face to me, personally. Um, like he, it was a little too CGI, or it looks like a like a uh, not an elf, but like a it looks like a a character from Skyrim, like a non non human, but like one of the other like races. Mm-hmm. Um, it just had this look about it that was like. You don't really. You kind of look monster esque a little bit to me, but that could play into the. We don't know anything about the faceless men. Right? Are they even men at all? You know, I don't know. Um, I did write in all caps magic for you because you're seeing some of that magic finally. But you're unhappy with it? No, I said give me more. Are you? We've gotten lost in this episode. What? Maybe not. We've gotten lots. Oh, you said lost. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm sorry. It's the, it's the slurring. Gotcha. You've gotten lost in this episode. Yeah, the, the podcast part of, of this is hard. You good? But when we first pitched the idea of this podcast. Pitched it to who? To each other. You took turns to our, pitching to each to other. To our network, clearly. We did talk about you being drunk often. We talked about me increasing the amount of drinks I had per episode. Yes. Based on which episode we were on. So in season one, I would have one drink in, in episode one, two drinks in episode two, three drinks in episode three. And then by episode 10, I would be drunk as fuck. So the next episode, would you just have one or 11? One. Oh, you'd start, one. Back start back over. Mm. Okay. Each so that's one of the things builds. we pitched. Gotcha. I think I'm holding, <laughs> I think I'm holding what serve we, here. What we didn't pitch was me also getting drunk. <laughs> That was a wild card that, uh, but I, just sporadically. I, I didn't appreciate mean for that twice one. now. We're through. We also 20- didn't think about is the fact that people will listen to this on Mondays and we're drunk as fuck because we're <laughs> <laughs> like, and then they're just a Monday morning driving to work. <laughs> fuck <laughs> these guys. <laughs> I yeah. Anyway, Sorry. so um, so this is where we get we we mentioned it earlier, but we get with Asha Hodor and the boys. Rick on question mark. Uh, are, do you want to do that into the into the? He's trying to mimic the noise that we hear at the beginning of each podcast. That's not it. There you go. <laughs> um, it. Nick opened his other beer. Um, so this was kind of a weird scene. We see them creep out. You mentioned it earlier. Everything's burnt, mm-hmm. so it it leads a, to a lot of questions. So when you came in the house earlier. Uh, I had, I was rewinding to this scene because I wanted to kind of observe more closely what I was seeing in the episode. Right. Um, I was looking specifically for the dead bodies. They were citizens of Westeros. They were citizens of Winterfell. Or, yeah, sorry. I know what you meant. Um, I, that's what I wanted clarity on. Are these Ironborn or are these Northmen? Right. Are these, you know... They were. You're correct. They, they were, were Winterfell people, people bum ass people. Um, well, <laughs> well, dead ass people now. There you go. Uh, That's better. So, um, I, and then and then I was looking for any signs of who may have done the burning. Right. 
because what we've seen up until this point, what we're kind of introduced to is that the burning or the, the, the combat, the Northmen who came to Winterfell were Ruse Bolton's bastard and his men. The people of the Dreadfort. Correct. And they were sent there with agreement from Rob. So the fact that Winterfell was then burned to the ground felt like I had to have missed something. Yes. It didn't make sense that he, if if it was the bastard of the Dreadfort who had come and done the burning, well, that wouldn't make sense because he's an ally of Rob. Why would he burn the place down? Right. But then it felt like the... I don't see the Ironborn doing it because they're trying to get out with their lives. It just left, for me personally, a lot of questions. And I was wondering if anybody else picked up on anything or had any other clarity on stuff. It was also full of questions. I was like, maybe they set it on fire as like a distraction, but like, I don't, I don't know why this chain of events happened and I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah I, I don't... Nothing? No. No insight here. Lydia? Nick? Nick's on his phone. Um, <laughs> I don't think I can really go into this. Well, great. That's such a cop-out answer. Did you notice anything that would have provided any clarity? That's not asking you to spoil anything. That's asking, did you see anything? Did they? Sh- did, is there something I missed? Is there a flag? Is there a... Right. Did we miss anything in this scene? I don't think we missed anything. Okay. I I've already, I'm 25 bucks down. I know man. I know what you're trying to and avoid. I'm 19 beers in. I know what you're trying to avoid. 19. I'm just that's nine more than you need. I had five before I got here. I drank a whole bottle of wine and I'm three in on the episode. You had zero before you got here. Okay. Wink. Right. Nick doesn't care. I know. Um. So we have lots of police. Who's gonna to take me? To, I mean, like, what was it that you, you guys can take me to rehab? Surprise, who's taking us. me to rehab? Probably I should. You. I'm not going to. I get in the car right now. <laughs> Let's go. Can I drive the Tesla to rehab? No. No. Why? Because part of the reason me saying you let's get in the car right now is because I know there's three cars behind your car. <laughs> Mine's locked in the garage. Right. Um. Why is it locked in the garage? Just he's the worst. Okay, <laughs> that's why. Got it. I hate this place and I hate these people. That's not true. Us. Not you. <laughs> I'm talking to you about the other people. Okay. That's also not true. Um, it is very true. Okay. Um, you mentioned earlier that you had something you wanted to talk about in this scene. That was it. All of those things. Just the same things. Yeah. I like I just didn't understand why Lewin knew that there were soldiers there. Why did you send Brandon them north? Why not just send them back with the soldiers? I didn't understand why it was burning. I didn't understand how they got out. And in conjunction with the burning. Because if they if they got out by giving Theon over why would they set fire to Winterfell? Right. It's, it just... It left a lot of questions. It left a lot of questions that felt like plot holes. Hopefully they start describing it later, but... Do you think that burning Winterfell covered your tracks on the Stark children? Maybe. Probably not. Okay. Unless they killed literally everybody in there. Personally, I think that's the idea. Okay. Is to cover your tracks. That's a lot, though. You're a lot. Okay. All right. Um, like, if you don't know that they're killed, yeah. do you think they're killed now? So I don't think the 500 Northmen outside the walls know that they're not killed. No one really knows that they're not killed. Right. Um, 
So Dogmer is kind of in charge at this point. Mm-hmm. Dion is in a sack. Incapacitated. Uh so Dogmer is calling the shots and he's mm-hmm. trying to cover the tracks. So this is kill everybody who might know about the kids. Based on what you know of Dogmer, would kill everyone no matter what be uh you know <laughs> Wow. That's my phone falling off my leg. Nice. Uh, I mean, I would think that be a crazy thing for Dogman to do? I don't think that's a crazy thing. I don't know how easy that task becomes. Because I have to imagine these people can fight back a little bit. My surprise is more that maybe, and we don't know that this is the case, but yet, but if 20 Iron Islanders set fire to Winterfell, kill everyone inside, and then say, hey, we give up. Here's Theon. Do they let them live? I guess we don't. Does, it, yeah, it depends on what their leader, how he interprets uh, Rob's thing. Right. Because I so, think he very easily, depending on the kind of person he is, he goes, oh, they, they died accidentally. We yeah. didn't mean to kill them all, but they did. So I don't know, man. We'll have to see. Let's see how things play out. But all of these are things to think about. It's true. After that, we or as as the crew is kind of examining what they're seeing, the wolves are kind of leading them out the the doorway. Whimpering. And they're whimpering, and as you know, the scene kind of unfolds. They find Lewin under the the, the Godswood tree. Godswood tree. Yeah. And I was so sad. I was just so sad because he's Great. so wholesome. He seems like he's doing okay. He's okay. He knows that he's coming to the end of his line, but he's like, he's OG, like for real. He's dying from a stab wound and he's just like chilling. And that's how I want to go out. I guess I'm just maybe spoiled by spoiled by modern medicine. But I feel like he shouldn't die from that wound. He had lost a lot of blood. I get that, but based on the conversation with him and Bran, like he should be okay. Seems okay. No milk of the poppy. No That's because he's hard, dude. He's hard at this moment. Straight edge. I didn't see a, a, a tent being pitched at all. I just mean he's tough. Oh, I see. I don't know. He just seems okay. I think, he he, and then all I of a sudden, he, Asha I think that he's doing breaks that out the, a dagger. I think like, he's doing that for the boys. Well, he asked her to do that. I know. I, get that. I think that he's. I think that he's be he's portraying putting on a tough toughness age. for the, for the boys. Yeah, and Rickon's just sniffling in the background. because Rickon's a little bitch. <laughs> he's the worst. Uh, six. Fucking. Huh? Rickon. Isn't he like six? Six-year-olds, man. It's like Something. seven at this point. Come on, grow up, man. You're right. It's the Game of Thrones. Fucking loser. You win. Yeah, you should have killed three men or by now. Or you die. I don't really hate. I I have made out on this podcast that I hate Rickon. I don't hate. No, Rickon. but you can't hate Rickon because we don't have enough information to no, hate he's Rickon. Also like Rickon, we just kind of know that he's weird. Like he named his wolf Shaggy Dog. Yeah, well, that's one what a thing. waste of a cool name. Shaggy Dog's cooler than Lady. Yeah, Shaggy Dog and Lady were kind of misses. Yeah, I think. for sure. Not great. Nymeria is a dope ass name. Yeah. I don't know what it means. It's one of the women who fought and did stuff like way back when. 
fucking Keith, man. Yeah. They were, Let's uh, fucking go. Do we have an applause on there? On the no. board? Okay. Yeah, good job, Lydia. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. Good job, well Keith. Um, Grey Wind is dope. Man, that, that made my heart happy. <laughs> summer is kind of lame. Good. I think summer's resonant. It's good. It's fine. Summer's better. Middle of the of line. The books. Middle of the line. Grey Wind, Ghost, Nymeria. Ghost is good. Yeah, right. I think summer is middle of the line. Shaggy Dog Lady, definitely bottom of the pack when it comes to names. Shaggy Dog's fine. (laughs) That's what you'd expect a six-year-old to name. Exactly. It's perfectly on point. But Lady is fucking direwolf. Shaggy Dog. I feel like Lady is what you expect Sansa to do, though. She doesn't seem creative. I love Sansa. You can stop your shit talking. Um, All right. Then Lewin does ask Asha to end that shit. Um, that was sad. Maybe she doesn't do it. We didn't see a body. That's yeah. all I was gonna say. He's so, still alive. Do you think so? Just white walking around. White walking around. Yep. I like it. Thanks. Uh, then we then we cut to Danny. This is what I think is probably the most interesting scene of the whole episode. Uh, it's kind of her adventure through the house of the undying. Mm-hmm. We see a few things. As far as scenes in in uh, environment, what are the things that you that stuck out to you that we see here? Um, once they showed that tent, I was super excited. The tent, mm-hmm. and because of, and just the whole thing with uh, Drogo. Dro- that I cannot believe I forgot his name and, and her son. Rogo. Rego. Good job. Grogu. Grogu. <laughs> So we saw that. Different. What else did you notice? Anything else? There were two other significant things that we've experienced in different environments. I can't remember them right now. So the the first one is the throne room. Yes. Well, first off, she was in that weird room with all the doors off of it. Right. And then she heard the crying, so she went through the door. Yes. I didn't recognize it was the throne room until I obviously saw the Iron Throne. Right. Oh, future. This is cool. So throne room. With tons of snow. Mm-hmm. Now, I wanted to ask you, each time we go somewhere, what do you think the meaning is? You think that this is a future vision of what's going to happen? She's going to be on the Iron Throne or something? Uh, I, th- I feel like they were almost making it look like it was testing her because she started walking towards the throne and then like stopped. And it was like, no, my dragons are more important. Okay. Because I feel like she did the same thing with Drogo. And it was like, oh, I could stay here with you, but no. My I'm glad you picked up on that because I wrote Eyes on the Prize. Yes. The point, the point being, she was always focused on, even though these things were really important to her, these are things that she wants. You know, she wants to be with Drogo. She wants the Iron Throne. Right now, it's the, the she you know, wants her kids back. focus of the urgency for now is the dragons. And she didn't allow that distraction. The thing that the, your, your deepest desire of your heart to distract her. I thought it was really cool. Mm. So the iron throne. Now, do you think that that was just a test or do you think that that was some kind of like prophecy? I think it could be a prophecy, but the whole Drogo thing obviously wasn't a prophecy. So you think it's a test. It's just a test. I think it was, yeah, a test slash like if we can get her to sit down on the throne or get her to be compliant with her dead husband we're going to keep her here. Like we learned that at the end. So, you know, let's keep her here under like happy thoughts. 
instead of like forcing her to be here against her will, she's like, now she believes that she's the ruler or now she believes she's with her dead husband mm. and we can keep control of her better. Yeah. This motherfucker. Interesting. He's observant. Next. I'm Keith. Do you remember the next scene? <laughs> the next like vision that we get? I don't. Do you? Is it? I don't remember. It's a walk out. The, the wall opens. You know, the, the, the wall. Yeah. Like the wall. Mm-hmm. Under the like at Castle Black where they walk out of that tunnel. She that's where she was walking yeah, out. I wish we could spoil the books now. Cause like Oh, that's what that snow. This scene is was. one piece where like I know, we can't do it. Man, this is so <laughs> I'm gonna read it and it's so gonna be great. great. So Yeah. So okay. we get the wall. So, so when she was outside, that was all the snow. That was and, the wall. That wasn't yeah. just okay. That's cool. So obviously you didn't know that, so you don't you probably didn't spend any time thinking about what like meaning behind that. Yep, I was just like, Oh, it's cold. All right, cool. Do you have any like thoughts off the but cuff? Why the fuck would Drogo's tent be right. out beyond the wall? Right. It's just them weaving their magic one into the other. Or is them being like a lost of a TV show where there's 49 new questions and no answers? Well, and so, okay, so if we want to super dig into it, like, I don't know how much the I, like to. I don't know how much the, war- the Warlock's magic means. Like, I don't know if they can just make you see things or if they actually know the future or if they're useful at all or if they just do parlor tricks. Yes. Frustrating piece of mine, and I'll pay five bucks. I don't care. We'll take it to 30. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Fresh. <laughs> Just so you know, you don't get to determine the price. Frustrated this that this guy does. That there's only one warlock that's shown in the show. Yeah, that's not a spoiler. Right. It's the warlocks of Karth. Right. Well, yeah, it's but just we get warlocks. You, you meant you said that the warlocks. I, I like that. It's just frustrating that we only get one of them. Like I said earlier with Roz, so many of one of them. Like it's it's a mixture pointed into one character in the show, right? Maybe I do like the books better. I don't know. I mean, so, I really don't know, man. So like, to defend the shows a pieces. little bit, there's not a lot of opportunity to show multiple warlocks here. This is your opportunity. No, I just mean in the in the house of the undying scenes, seems like a good opportunity. But like the way they structured it, and obviously they're structuring it around one person and not multiple people. But like, it would be hard to have two people in the scene unless like the scene where the dragons burn him. All three of the dragons burn multiple warlocks. So like, there's small changes that have to be made. Don't grin at him. I'm sorry. <laughs> There's small changes that have to be made to accomplish that, but like it also it works. Yeah. But I again I, I do I, I get mean your we've bummer. mentioned this before that like and and I know I've said that it might be confirmation bias because it's where I came in, but I do think season three is where the budget really upticks a little bit. I think so. Or at least just the creative vision kind of changes a little bit. Maybe. But I I think it's strictly budget. Mm-hmm. Um did we look that up at one point? We have not. I definitely can. No, we have in this in this on this podcast. I remember looking I think, it up on my phone. I think that we did at some point, but I couldn't. I don't remember what it was. Maybe I was drunk for it. What? Uh, high likelihood. <laughs> um, Got it. So, so those are the three things that we see. Right. The meaning of who knows. Um, sh- I did like that you kind of picked up on 
her focus on the task at hand mm-hmm. um, and that task being the dragons and, and getting them back. Uh, then she finds her way back in that first room with the little like pillar in the all middle doors. and all the doors. The dragons are on the little pillar and then Pyatpri appears. I don't oh, know. Pee pee. Uh, and he is so creepy. It's a hell of a nickname. Oh, pee pee. Yep. Almost as good as dildo. You heard it here first, Luke. <laughs> Uncle Jay. Dildo's a better nickname. Hates bud. your nickname. No, I said almost as good as. Uncle Jay loves your nickname. <laughs> loves your nickname. Um, you can call that. You can call Uncle Jay that one. You can call me whatever you want, bud. Anything you want. Um. Keep it nice because I'm fragile. Uh, but so Piapri appears. He goes into this whole thing about like the dra- in the presence of the dragons, our power is stronger. Mm-hmm. In your presence, their power their is power is stronger. We're gonna keep you here forever. Chain chains are up. You know she's crucifixed there. Maybe a little bit of symbolism. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit of imagery there. She is our Christ figure. Hashtag Christ figure. Um, and then she just get all of a sudden her face changes and she says Dracarys. Yeah, she does. And the black dragon. Good job. I, I'm going to avoid I know. it. I'm so proud of you. I did have to think about it. The black dragon just blows an initial blast of fire on Pyatpri's sleeve. What do you For the people that think that Justin's an idiot, the reason why he's saying that is because to this point in the show we have gone back and looked. They do not say the names. The names of the dragons as of yet. I know the names. It's not that Justin's a moron. Well in this case. Thank you. It's simply that he's trying not to pay more money. I don't want to pay more money. I don't want you to pay more money. Um, and I don't know if that's a spoiler or not. But Lauren really wants not. us to pay more money. Lauren wants you to pay all the money. And she wins because that bottle of wine costs $10 and I paid 30 <laughs> this episode. So she's going to... Good job, Lauren. It's honestly like, worth it for her to just keep sending yeah, bottles well, of wine. And so what's even great is BJ's has those for like $9 and oftentimes there's like a dollar off. $8. Or we buy BOGO cases of wine together. cases of them. <laughs> With our friends Aaron and Lydia. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't have a BJ's membership because I think I'm yeah, you do. maybe homophobic. Uh, yeah, you do. You have a BJ's membership. It only no. works in the Garden of Bone, though. I'm a Costco guy. If Costco was around in Claremont, membership, bro. They're, they're working on it. They are working on it. Bulk buying for the straights. <laughs> what's, what's bulk buying for the gays? BJ's. BJ's, BJ's okay. bro. All right. BJ's. Emily goes to BJ's. I go to Costco. <laughs> Two separate. No, go ahead. I like this. Two different trips. Um, Two separate trips. So she says Dracarys, and then she gives it to him again, and this time all the dragons participate. Kill of the week goes to the, the black dragon, specifically. He he seemed to be the one who's like... Excited about the murder? Into it. <laughs> The other ones seemed to be followers. He seemed, I mean, right away, that first burst of fire, he was like, finally, you gave me permission. I'm into this shit. Um, I just realized that we didn't, I didn't give out Firefoot of the Week for women. It's true. Um, I really wanted to give it to Marjorie. 
I would agree. That's what I guessed you were going to give me. That's fair. Based on is the that cleavage. Is that not who it is? Dang. Uh, it was good. I think it's what? Danny. And here's why. Here's why. There was a, a very specific <laughs> scene. I think it's when she's walking into the throne room. You think? You can't remember? I don't remember. But do you remember Marjorie? Uh, she got you there. You remember that cleavage? Okay. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Well, no. So I kind of remember, because I remember thinking to myself and saying out loud, she has a boob window for this whole time. Say, this is weird. Keith doesn't get nudity, so cleavage is next. Oh, Marjorie? Thing. No, Danny. Oh, no. Danny that's not. She did? I think she had like an opening here, unless that was last episode. She definitely had it in the last episode when she won mm. Fire for the Week, I think. I, I just, there was a scene where she looked boob almost. Boob window? Like, boob window. Yeah, it's what they call it like in comics and stuff. Like uh, Power Girl has that like opening just right here. Keyhole. Yeah. Mm. Right here by the boobs. It's not where I would expect the keyhole to be. Just tell me where you think the keyhole would be. Further south. Tell point, me when. Point to the doll. Keep tell going. Me when. Belly button, you got it. Keep going. Uh, boom. <laughs> um. Or I guess in my case, keyhole. No, this there was a scenes. It was specifically when I believe she's walking into the throne room, and she almost looked like, almost like reminded me of a vampire, a little bit. Her skin was pale. Her eyes were like that. They like shone a little bit. Her hair was like beautiful and silvery. No throne room. She's, just that's when she's walking time? out. But it was very. I just thought she looked so beautiful. Anyway, I just thought she looked amazing. Like that is a good fire. It like struck you. Like struck me how beautiful she looked. Good for you. Um, good for you. So Danny wins fire for the week for the women. I like this, by the way. I like you finding the fire fits. I think we should put the fire fits on the Instagram. I have the last couple weeks. Yeah, you put a couple of them on there. I I don't have an Instagram. (laughs) I know, and you don't know how it works. And I don't remember I'm the login. Pretty certain how it works. Well, you didn't know that you had to download the app. Um, I'm, <laughs> I know you have to download the app. All that to say, <laughs> so Justin was lying when he told this story. Jesus. All that to say, Good Danny fire won fit. fire, fire fit fit of the week. Danny emails, wins fire fit. Bleeders goes to Danny. Uh, kill the, yeah, kill the week to the black dragon. Fire fit of the week to Danny, and then we find uh oh. Then we're with John and Corin half hand. This is where they. It's a good fight. RIP. Put his. Go ahead. Write his name up there. Yep. You can put put Corin up there. Corin. Corin. Uh, man, I just. I know that we've talked about this already, but I'm just kind of annoyed at how he just just went with it. Didn't explain anything. Nothing, man. Dude, his zingers though. I know. <laughs> he was. What's your traitor father teach you that? Or was uh, it your whore mother? Your whore mother. I mean, he was he was going in on him. He really was. Like and he got John to do exactly what he wanted. Yeah, yeah if you need someone to kill you, it had to talk be, shit about their whore mother. It had yeah. to be believable. He couldn't just be silent and just fighting. He had no. to help the. In order for John to survive, he had to make sure that the Lord of Bones and the other wildlings there believed that John killed like killed Which, his ass. And I've been saying this and I'm gonna make this puddle on the laminate floor a little bigger. Corin's a fucking G. I love Corin. He's a great character. That motherfucker. Do you still love him? 
He put his life huh? on the line. Do you still love literally. Him? What do you mean? He's dead. And he Can said, we see the body? Mm, "That's true." He said, "We are the watchers on the wall." As he was dying and falling over, that was powerful. If we have a, if we poured one out for anyone, let's pour one out for fucking Corin. Okay. That's all, everyone at one time. So I, I was joking. Good we job, did guys. we did get the body because they they yeah, stayed there to burn it. Burn it so yeah. he doesn't. And they light the fire. Yeah. Um, the Lord of the Bone, Lord of Bones that the Lord of no the one bone. wanted. I think Lydia has shown us what Lord of Bones should really look like. Yeah, love. Yes, that was also on the Instagram. Right. Yes. <laughs> that is what that when we were in the office with that agent, and she was like, "Oh, what's that?" You know, it was her responding to that message. Do you remember that? Yeah, I, 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 I have a story to tell no, you okay. in a minute. It was no, Simone. but she doesn't know. I don't. It was Simone. Okay, I don't necessarily want to just throw people's names out there. She doesn't live here. She doesn't live here. You're right. <laughs> It's fine. Uh, in, this, in this house? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. There's so pose in this house. <laughs> then we get... <laughs> all right. Then, you are all over the place with your music taste. Is that, like are you it. calling Simone that? I do love Megan the Stallion. <laughs> She's so fun. She's so fun. I think that... Did you say Megan the Stallion? The Stallion, yeah. Meg. Is I think, it? I thought it was just Meg. I no, I think you might... I don't know. Never mind. I also think that she, she Google it is. Is that a Meg 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 this Megan this? I think it's yeah. Megan. Right? Yeah, it's, it's Megan? Aaron Carby. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think that they must have oh, sampled right. sampled that because hose in this house is old. Sure, they had to have sampled they, it. They did WAP, and it's in WAP. It's the beginning of WAP of like. I know, but I'm just saying when house. I hear that, I don't think them. I think park that they? Big Mac truck right in this little garage. It's so catchy. Keep going. <laughs> That's all I got. Then we see the Wildling Village. Did it live up to your expectations? No. Also, I didn't think it was a village. What did you think it was? I thought it was like a war camp type thing. I just wrote village. I, what, we I, found where they're living. I'm not, I'm not trying to blow holes in no, that. No, no, no. I'm just saying like I know that they've been amassing people. Yeah. In my mind, this was just like a temporary thing like Tywin's camp or mm. Rob's camp. This was just like a camp for all of the Wildlings who had been coming through. Yeah. Not like... The place. This that, isn't the final destination, right? This isn't the like. Nice, uh, the uh, the the first men castle or whatever that I'm hoping is going to be up okay. in the north somewhere. That's what I was just like. This is the first. I just wrote village because I couldn't think of a word. Right. Camp. Whatever. What you know. It's fine. Yeah. And I, like I was saying, I like I wasn't trying to like crap on that. I was just trying yeah. to say like. Not what you're hoping for. You're, hoping you're for. still holding out for something better, more grand. Yeah. Um. Old but grand. Old but grand. grand old, um, old granddad. <laughs> Then, uh, so we get a glimpse of that. It's cool. They start making their way down, and hopefully we'll meet uh, the king beyond the wall soon. Making our way downtown. Uh, then we uh, we go back to uh, Danny, and this scene is... It's where we end, right? Uh, no. No, it's not where we're in. We that's never, right. That's we right. One, one that's more. Right. We never end. We, we have a more. crazy ending. I'm trying to get so us there. stick around. We never end. You can make uh, it past that three-hour mark. I know you can. No, no, we're hopefully gonna because we got time to cut out. So yeah, but we have two more scenes. Danny, <laughs> Danny, and they are in the bedroom of Zarozo and Doxus, and he didn't say how rich he was. By the way, um, for the first time ever. <laughs> first time ever. For the first time in forever. And he's in for bed. The first time. <laughs> he's in bed with Dorea. Yeah, that bitch. That Yikes. bitch. 
Um, I'm just gonna say, yeah, fuck that bitch. I know, right? Fuck that bitch. She's been trying to get us to like her the whole time, trying to like sex us up, and then she and it just was goes and sex ups our undocs. It, it was working. It was, and then she fucking pulled this shit. Unbelievable. So then they march his ass to the vault and hers, and hers. His is the important one here, and okay. he's begging. He, bro, he's trying. He's. You know, I'm the king of Karth. I can help you. No, fuck off, man. Why haven't you bro. been helping me this whole time? Yeah. This shit with your empty vault is empty. It Did really you see is that coming? Crazy. No. Did you see it coming? Mm-mm. I mean, <laughs> it just was totally like because it's a weird lie. It was such a weird lie. It's like a national treasure kind of lie. But he lives a life that shows that he's got something. That's what was so weird to me. We've seen his house. We've seen his clothes. We've he's influential. He's one of the thirteen. Well, now he's the King Carth, but before he he's was one, one of the, of the one. Like there had to be. He had a something. Yeah, that was my question. Like, how is he sustaining this? Because it seems like he has money. Well, it's one of those things. Not to be whatever, but like in today's world, what's whatever? I don't know. <laughs> in today's world, I feel like a lot of rich people don't necessarily have money. Like they have stocks and stuff, but like. Once you're at a well, yeah, because they have credit cards and shit. But well, how yeah. do you do that? No, that's what I'm saying. Once you're at a certain point, like the banks will loan you money, and like <laughs> then you like capital it off of whatever business that you own because you own it, but you don't necessarily have money. Yeah, it's how you make money to make you more money. Right. You gotta have money to make money. Yeah. So it's at like some point, how like Donald Trump's, which know, is why I have declared no bankruptcy multiple times in his life. Exactly. Or like uh, Bezos has like a ton of money in stocks. Like he's got a ton of money in general too. But like, yeah. I don't think we should bring Bezos. Yeah. Zuckerberg has a ton of money in stocks, but he didn't like lose a ton of money on the stocks. Yeah, I've down. seen the social network. He's a fucking fuck. Okay, <laughs> get him out of here. It's the Winklevoss twins. That's who we should be thanking for the uh, blackouts of Facebook and that was Instagram. Army Hammer, wasn't it? I don't know. I saw the show, social network. That's all I got. That being said, yeah. They lock his ass up. They do lock his ass up. And Duray too. And her. Fuck that bitch. But, and but. going back to the National Treasure thing, there's a secret staircase on the backside. Where Nicolas Cage comes out. <laughs> Nicolas, I got this. But, <laughs> but, it, but it's Nick Cage in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So it's like Spider-Man Noir. All right. And he just like comes out and he's in the vault and his his like his cloak Jacket's is blowing. blowing. Exactly. Where did the wind come from? Exactly. Can uh, we get more you guys Nick, for- <laughs> Nick Cage? You yeah. guys forgot about the exit staircase. It's in the back back here. Follow me. Fucking National Treasure is the biggest piece of shit movie <laughs> yeah. that we've ever had. I can't believe they were so big. That's not true. That's true. But No, the deer hunt is the biggest piece of shit you're movie true. ever. You're true. You're right. It's not true. But it did feel like a cop-out when you got what? to the end, and they're stuck inside the treasure room. Oh, we're still talking about National Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where... That's where they find themselves. Zarzo and Doxos. He's in the treasure room. Right. And so is Nick Cage. Right. With the Declaration of Independence of Karth. <laughs> exactly. And that's why they put it in the vault, so he can be king. <laughs> and that's the end of our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. No, Thanks for no, being it's here. Not. We got another whole other scene. Yeah, you forgot about the way out through the treasure room. Go ahead. So uh, they can buy a boat with one of those lamps. A small boat. <laughs> I can't. He, you said you wanted this to be a short. I one. know. This is what on I just said you. was the next scene. So much of this has been him just 
whatever. I just thought this had really National Treasure vibes, and I thought that it was We're still talking about National Treasure. To, I'm not to, saying that you're wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying I think that we exhausted the National Treasure discussion. Never. <laughs> uh, I do think that we're going to be over th- three hours again. Told you. I know. Uh, so so then they go, and it was really cheesy of Jorah and IMO, uh, for him to yell out to everybody to make sure you grab the all the golden jewels. jewels. In Dothraki. We understand the assignment. Yeah, like we, we know what We know what we're doing. You understood the assignment? Yeah. Nice. Like, I, I know what I'm doing here. Like, we're not going to just leave piles of golden jewels. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. Also, well, they're he's still playing National Treasure Rules. Those belong to the Smithsonian. <laughs> so, the last scene of the night uh, took place after National Treasure had ended. And <laughs> it was with uh, three three the three best friends that anyone could have. Nice. Sam, Ed, and Grin. Different movie with the same actor. <laughs> it is a different movie with the same actor. Uh, and uh, so the Night's Watch guys, they're beyond the wall. I don't know exactly what they're doing. They're collecting poop. That's right. <laughs> because they're going to burn it. Yes. Uh, is this moose poop? Yes. Um, then the horn blows. Just once. And natural reaction. Oh, shit. They're back. They're back. Second blast. Once. Twice. Grin draws his sword quickly. Dollar said says, you're not going to find him alone. Let's go. And Sam's like losing his shit. And then the third. Literally, they dropped it. Yeah. Because one is for rangers. That's why it's saying they're back. Two is for wildlings. That's why uh, Grin pulls a sword. And, and then Sam, three. Sam let us know what three, three is for. Which had never. Uh, three told us earlier. No living person had ever heard three. Heard, heard three, three blow. Yeah. Once, twice, but three Sam times. Sam read it in a book. And now it's useful. And three is, Keith? The White Walkers. Ooh, good one. And Lydia, your response. What response? White yeah, Lydia. <laughs> what? Yeah, Lydia, your Everyone response. Everyone run! It just feels like a trick question. No, what's your response? What's the question? What do you do when you hear three blasts? <laughs> I'm just humoring him. Shit myself. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah everybody run. I thought you were asking for her response to what I just said. <laughs> and I was very confused by no, that. No, I was saying your response to three blasts. God, I stick with just... Sam because he knows what he's doing. Except behind except, a rock? Except not. He because very he much could have fucking run. Outrun right. white walkers. Who are zombies. They're just moseying along and he just hides behind a rock. Bro, just mo- continue to move forward. What are you doing? It was frustrating. At a regular pace. Agreed. I just walk. Yep. And you're going to be fast. Hey, he Power survived walk. some shit. So that was luck. By the way, what the fuck do you think that was about? You oh, do that. He was just like, up. Oh, okay. There you are. <laughs> Maybe they saw his teeth and they're like, you're dead. Obviously you're not, you're not a living human. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What it's, do you think? It seemed unrealistic. I think that the horse bit. was scarier than the white Walker. Huh? Gonna throw that one out there. Oh yeah. I did not like the, nice. the way that the head yeah, Person Lydia and I look. were talking about it right before. We they look like he looked like an old man. Yeah, and not like a scary zombie yes. magic thing. But like the horse looked cool. Like I would be scared of that horse if it just showed up by itself. The horse is gross. I wanted more like I don't like horses anyway though. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> it's a hot take. I don't like them. No, like, now, I, now I need to hear the story of why Justin doesn't like horses. Duty. I don't have one. First of all, fuck horses. <laughs> I don't like cows either. We were boxing in a pool when I was in high school. <laughs> the horse high hit school. me. High school. 20 minutes later, I don't like horses. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I was drunk. I'm and kidding. I'm embarrassed about it. And I now y'all are going to do this shit. I love you, man. We're at the three hour mark. I love you. I'm trying to figure out why you don't like horses. Hey, I don't have a reason. Thing. I just don't like them. Can and I, I, I like back? that one even less. Can I bring this back full circle? I just, yeah. It's back. Yeah. I don't like horses and I like that one less. There first, go. first scene of the entire series. A white walker has an experience with a regular human. They show them their power, basically. Mm-hmm. And then let that regular human live. And go tell everyone about their power. Go tell it on the mountain. And so, in this scenario... And everywhere. Guy sees Sam. Sam doesn't seem like a threat. And he says, Hmm. I'm gonna let him go. You're fine. Fuck you. Run along. And then he yells to the rest of his people that he's uh, commanding. We're not here to blow holes. It just feels like a bad battle tactic. Another one in the back yells. I don't disagree with you. That being said... We've already seen it one time. I know it just feels silly. We haven't seen we haven't seen White Walkers since. I mean, we saw the guy with 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 John that you know John follows the baby out there. Something takes the baby. We understand that it's a White Walker, but we don't really understand it's a White Walker. Yeah, we don't really see it. But at the end of season two, well. we finally get an answer to the be- very beginning of season one. So, so this is exciting. Where do we go from here? Well, that's the end of the season. So, what do you? I mean, what do you think we're going to see? Well, the wildlings three? are amassing to fight them. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Who's them? The White Walkers. Wait. Oh. Oh, the wildlings are amassing to fight the White Walkers. Right. Um, maybe okay. the the Night Watch joins with them. With the wildlings. Yeah. Okay. Oh, maybe John stays alive and convinces uh, what's his name to join up for the good of the realm. Uh, I'm a little sad we're not going to see Tyrion and Shay just go off and have fun adventures because I think that would be enjoyable. But Tyrion has choos- chosen to stay and play the game. Tyrion would be much more interesting as a television character when he's playing the game. Oh, by far, it's not a it's not a great television slash book choice to just like watch characters have fun and be happy. Um, <laughs> That's but, not entertaining at all. No. I mean, it can be, but not in this sort of setting. Fair enough. Um, yeah. I don't know. Lydia, your, your thoughts on season two, episode 10 as a season finale. How do you think that it holds up? I thought that it was a good episode. I always think that the episodes before the season finale are better. But oh wow, I kind of agree. I think I like nine more than ten, even though ten had so the much problem with magic. episode nine in season two is that it's, it's nothing just, else, right? It's just Blackwater Bay. But it was like cool. Yeah, it was crazy. It was an hour of what's going on. Right. Yeah. This one is a. Uh, here are nineteen storylines. And hear how those are moving forward, each of the 19. Which is great, because I wanted to see the moving forward of all of them. I, Correct. I, Justin will hate me for this. I could have gone without Rob and his Ooh, marriage. Yeah. Wow. Fuck you. Yeah. But, he said it. We were all thinking it, but he said it. Were you thinking it? 
Okay. See? God damn it, Lydia. See? <laughs> no, I liked I liked this episode. I thought it was good. I liked that we got to see all of the different storylines, but part of it to me felt a little bit like the end of a like a research paper when you're trying to like tie right. up all of your loose ends real well, fast. Well, it's the end of season you. two, and they're they're presenting the game to HBO saying, "Eh, <laughs> you got to yeah. keep us right." We didn't answer any questions. What do you think? <laughs> season three, let's go. I mean, are you enjoying it? Very much so. Do you think <laughs> do you that, hate this? Oh, this is the worst. Because when we Both first the started show and recording this, when podcast. we first started, I sometimes had a hard time. Like knowing if you liked the show or not, the first couple episodes. Based on me understanding who you are recently right. in the last twenty weeks, this uh, I've realized <laughs> you like fantasy. Like you like fan. This is this is fantasy, even though it is medieval days of our lives, as mentioned in the last episode. Yes, this is fantasy, and I do think that that leads up your alley. Yeah, I just I want more of it. Favorite and moment of season two. Mm. That's a question I'm not prepared to answer. Lydia, favorite moment of season two. Remember a lot. What's your favorite moment of season two? Adding Lydia to the podcast. Ooh, That's, wait, oh, we meant the show? Or? Oh, the show? Um, <laughs> she's only here when Boo show up. So She's only missing one more episode the Ever. rest of the show. Um, As far as the TV show goes, I liked all of the bits with I mean, I guess there weren't that many, but Arya and Sirio. And then Arya and Jockin. That was like one of my favorite storylines throughout yeah. the season. Right, yeah. Jockin is good. I love Jockin. Yeah. I would say when the boat blows up from the wildfire. Yeah. Pretty dope. That's a crazy, that like, cool. oh, shit, what's going to happen from here? Yeah. And it just kind of all goes from there. It's crazy to think that the Stannis ghost thing didn't. Nothing happened. <laughs> we never, we've not seen it again. Yeah. Yep. How many episodes ago was that? Eight. That was like the end of season one, wasn't it? Was that season or episode two? No, it 10? was season two. It was season two. Yeah. I think it was like episode two, right, or something. And we've not just not even heard a mention of it again. Crazy. Um. So anyway, season three next next week, episode one. Exciting. I do think that you're right. I think this is where the budget begins to get hiked up a little bit a little bigger um which will hopefully make for some more interesting effects and and things in the show uh those dragons got to get bigger at some point right but knowing where the book goes i know that they miss things that's the crazy yeah, part i know oh, season sorry. three misses things just in general overall gotcha. yeah you won't know because you haven't read the books yet why are you talking like that because i'm excited for you to read the books <laughs> okay uh, I'm so happy for you. Do you have anything else to add? I would like to add if you'd like to hear a season three because our network's kind of bearing down on us. Like, hey, you guys, <laughs> kind of on the edge here. I was going to ask if our budget. You added one of your Patreon three, members to the podcast, and we never gave in her, season two. Gave we didn't yet. approve that. Um, we'd love for you guys to join us on Patreon. Uh, it's uh, Patreon.com/slash/DragonsRedforts. I we did see some uh, shirt designs this week. Yes, we did. So if you're on that level, and there's a few of you, and they you, are great, they're pretty great. All we of them have are a great. pretty awesome graphic design team, which is a one person team. 
Yeah, me. So thank you, Lydia. Great. What's for up, what you done. <laughs> Just kidding. No, it was Keith. No, Keith's awesome. Keith and, has uh, some cool designs. We are not gonna have some bullshit T-shirts for you that just say Dragons Dreadforts. Although that would cool be dope as fuck. Yeah, no, no, it we're gonna have some cool fucking designs for you. And uh, yeah, so join our Patreon, patreon.com slash dragonsdreadforts. Jordan, if you want to call in and leave a 15-minute voicemail, you may as well uh, join the Patreon. Maybe we could just get him on the podcast. Dang. (laughs) I love you, Jordan. I actually was really excited when you called in and when you texted me because that was out of the blue. I just love talking to you, Um, I'm excited to see you. I miss your face. You're beautiful. I love listening to your voice. Amen. All of those things. Also, your baby's cute. I feel not supported at the moment. I don't support you and your hatred of Jordan. I didn't say I hate Jordan. I don't hate Jordan. Don't Just talk shit be about clear Jordan. To you, Jordan, I don't hate you. Just know what you're going to say when you call in. Okay. Right. Anyway, Lydia, do you have anything you'd like to add? Nope. Perfect. <laughs> anything you'd like to add? Just you guys are great. The thing that I would like to add, uh-huh. because thank you, is Jordan, you do whatever the fuck you want. I was not ready for the podcast to end, so I have nothing (laughs) to say. Goodbye. I love you.